Yo, your boy Steve's back with PCP39. Got Stacy and Mikey here too. This is Savvy. You sound like Yo, Michael I didn't know I was so far in the streets. It's plus it's June, June Yo, 16th. It's your boy. Imitating back his at it. Newborn. That's how <laughs> off that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy back at it. Here we go. That's what that's what that sounds like to me. Steve, aka Moose. Hey, 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 Stacy, hey. aka. Here we go. Here we uh, go. Here Major we... Moose. What kind of weird ad libs are Ophelia. happening right now? <laughs> Mikey, your your handle is just Hey Mikey. Your your handle's boring. No, no, no. It's Hey Mikey. It's Say Mikey. It's Play Mikey. Exactly for oh. each of the different the social. He's, he's building the Mikey brand. I am. Oh, I brand see. is strong. I am. I prefer to have my handle have like Mike, you can't identify me if you just yes. knew my handle. Yeah, because it's too complicated. It was, it was it's true. It's like it's a also, 12 year old made it. It's also a test for like whether people can oh, think as weirdly as I am. Oh, oh God. Calculated chaos with too many eights and Q's and L's. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, it's calculated, all right. It's definitely. Where you do not figure out what you spent too to much time coming up with that. Actually, animal. I came up with that like over 10 minutes in a shower. That yeah, that's right. too long. <laughs> So it's is this, this cold open? This cold so open. is this cold <laughs> open? What it, what it is, then you've gone too far. Mikey's pulling the plug. Yo, bro, don't mess with my cold opens, all right? That was going well. God. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Party Chat People's <laughs> Podcast. Guess who's back? Back again. I'm here. Steve is I'm back. back. Come on. I don't, I don't remember what my hiatus was. I, no, I don't want to infringe on copyright because we can get in trouble for that now. No, we can't. We're remixing it. Exactly. That you know of. And it's not more than six Lawyers back. are tricky. Lawyers are tricky. Lawyers are tricky. They're crafty little beasts. Na, 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 I'm sorry to na, any lawyers listening. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Anyway. We've created a monster. Because nobody wants is crying in the All of us no more. They want Steve for chopped liver. Yeah. It's been like a month since I've been here. It's been like a month. Yeah. I missed a lot of stuff. Life. Well, it happens. But I'm back now. You were um, busy watching the room rooms. Watching a lot of room rooms. <laughs> um, I had my espresso shot today, so it's going to be good. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we're going to talk about E3, so it should be good. Because yeah. um, are you doing Mikey's job? No, 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 no. Just I'm just saying. excited to be back. Okay, right. yeah. you know, you got to get a little hype coming back into it. <laughs> All you know? right. Well, and we're going to talk about rundown. some video game things, and Mikey's going to give us a rundown of what we're going to talk about today because uh, there's a lot to unpack. Oh yeah. Well, as you know, we just had the the most disappointing E3 ever. Would you say it's the most disappointing? <laughs> I would say it was pretty. Really? I, think, I think it was on the lower end of the spectrum. I don't think it was the most disappointing because Keanu Reeves is a treasure, and so is that lady <laughs> from the Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay, that I can't so remember it her name was, right now, and I feel bad about it. It was a subpar. In a couple moments. That's the word. Subpar. Okay, is subpar. Good subpar. Um, we're gonna get into that first. Then um, Zombie's been playing Super Mario Odyssey. He's been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've been just odysseying it up. He's been, you know. He's, he's, on, he's on an odyssey of like self-reflection. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find a small cartoon Italian Where does he man. Belong? Does he belong in a cartoon world or ancient Greece? I'm guessing he played as what's her name? Uh, Cassandra. Cassandra. You are correct. And uh, and a Greek woman. Mm-hmm. So there's your odysseys. Yep. Those are my odysseys. <laughs> Ori and the Blind Forest, played by Steve, Ooh, as well as Borderlands so Two and Unravel Two, mm. and Stacy's been getting into Prune, Elo, and The Walking Dead: Our World, all on mobile. Stacy's oh, mobile minute. I really don't walk around enough to play those games. We need more like alliterations for each of us. So well, we have I Mikey's mobile minute, and we need so. like yeah. Stacy's uh, solo what's synonyms for mobile. 
<laughs> Quick, somebody yeah. grab the thesaurus. Yeah. Stacy's, <laughs> Stacy's cell phone. Stacy's cellular. I mean, that's a C, but it still kind of sounds like an alliteration. No, yeah, but you have no, you cellular. put the S to make Stacey's it alliteration. Cellular. Oh, like that little creative Seconds? spin on it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be really short, guys. Stacy's cellular second. Stacy's cellular synopsis. Uh, we'll work on we'll it. Work on, yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll, we'll cellular might we'll say cell, maybe cell. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That sounds cell good. synopsis. That's funny. That sounds like a freaking square eating. What's really game. funny is that synopsis is just too much. <laughs> we don't even say we don't say cell phone anymore. We've completely removed that. Yeah, mobile. mobile. We just say phone. No, we don't even say in America. We don't even say mobile. Mm. I think that's more they of a UK, UK thing. So, yeah. Oh, oh we just you say, say phone. We we just say phone. We don't say home phone, house phone, telephone. We just said phone is synonymous with cell phone now. Yeah, phone is. When did that happen? Like a cell phone is the default. Because now this it is, happened this is the your day that I moved, and I had the option to sign up for a landline, and I was like, "Why the fuck would I do that?" You were like, exactly. why, You were like, "Why should I get the optimum that's, triple play?" Yeah, yeah basically. I'm gonna do a it's double exactly play. Right. Yes, when double plays were offered, that's when we stopped calling them. I didn't even calls. do the double play. I never. I've never paid for cable. In my life, you've never paid for cable. Rub it in, why don't you? I believe it. Be a moocher. What are you talking about? What do you mean you've never paid for cable in your life? What did you do? What did you do before? What did you? No, oh, cable. When you mean cable and internet? I've only ever paid for internet. I've Ah, never paid for cable television. No, I've never paid for That's cable That's what I'm television. saying. You ate that cost. I mean, they, yeah, made, yeah, yeah. they made those double plays well, and you triple say, plays. You say ate the cost. I say I would literally never have watched cable TV, so I was saving money. Uh, like $10. Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> well, I'm not even sure what that applies to in this conversation, but okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, back to yeah, shitty Mikey, if we can't depend on you to keep us in line, well, we're screwed. What was this podcast about again? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think I recall ISP. Steve saying I some video game things. I think Internet the derailment of the podcast yeah. makes it much more entertaining for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't had that for four weeks. that's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. people, let's talk about E3. What E3 postmortem. Well, let's, hey, oh my God. What we didn't like. Oh my God. We're going to go down that list that Mikey sent us. Yes, yeah, so we're going uh, if you on want to play along. Yeah, please from Tech Radar. Check the Tech Radar so article. Maybe, maybe very quickly, overarching uh, people's opinions on what they saw from E3. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, I found E3 to be borderline annoying. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sound like a curmudgeonly old man. <laughs> Interesting. I found E3 to be unsurprising. Mm. Mm. Um. How do I feel about E3? I always get excited seeing new games come out because it's just like the nature of news is, is fun and interesting. But this one, man, all the conferences I watched, I was just like, okay. We knew about this. We knew this. Y'all keep releasing information <sighs> and expecting it to be a surprise. <laughs> the only surprise. I don't think not a surprise, but for us to be excited about it. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, because you know what? The information comes so quickly, and then you get all the people who are like, oh, this developer put in a patent for this name, blah, 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 and then it's just like, that's where the speculation starts. Yeah. And then more in- information sort of trickles out. Yeah. Well, I think just... I think, they, like, think of the Witcher thing. They found that Witcher... Ooh, Amazon Netherlands put a listing for the Witcher for Switch. Right, right, And right, then right. that's already mm-hmm. out there. Well, so there's some yeah. of that where if you pay attention close enough, you're kind of spoiling some of that stuff for yourself. But I also think that's a good example of Witcher 3 on Switch where it's just like, 
That is not, in my opinion, something deserving E3 of all that much worthy. fanfare. Yeah. Like, they, and, and, and all these companies, I think, at this point feel obligated to, like, package up these presentations in a way where it's just like, Ooh, celebrate look what us, we have. look at what look we at did. Look at this. Isn't it great? Isn't this coffee so good? <laughs> Come on. It's really good. Yeah. No, you don't think it's good? No, I'll just bring it closer to your face. Come on. It's really, really good, guys. Trust me. Yeah. That's, that's kind so of a lot of it. If I were to describe E3, it's just overly commercialized. Yes. You know, you know what it is? It's that forced excitement that comes from everything. Like, if, I, if they show a trailer... And I don't like it, and the people don't like it. Mm-hmm. There's still people at that conference that are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And, and I'll and I'll I'll get like the Orson Welles clap. I'll get slightly, yeah, exactly. That's the one that they should be doing. <laughs> Stop hurting people's ears, Mikey. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> so the, the, if I can get slightly philosophical for a moment, like no, what don't. I don't like about that. <laughs> sorry, Steve. What I don't like about that is it's literally like buying into uh, this modern phenomenon of like, please tie your identity to us. And be happy and experience catharsis because we announced that Final Fantasy VIII is coming to Switch. Like, that <laughs> really bothers me. And it's just like, mm. no, not going to do that. Like, it, it, it's yeah. the same kind of attitude that feels like a relic to me as, as at least I've grown up. Where it's like, I'm not going to be a Nintendo or a Sega fanboy anymore. I used to do that. I was young yeah. and stupid. <laughs> I like video games. Yeah. yeah. Is, is how I feel about it. But now that I'm thinking about it, this is the second time I think we've started to be like, oh man, E3 was this week, let's talk about it. And then we're just like, curmudgeon old men. Yeah. <laughs> well, the like, is changing. Like, I like wearing like nice grouchy, clothes, like, but I don't want to see we don't Fashion like. Week. <laughs> you know? I like right. movies, but I don't watch the movie award shows. I don't watch the fucking Oscars. Dull. Like, Give me the art. Zavi, though, Give me the about art. you said about not that being a fanboy anymore. Though. But I think the industry has grown up. Xbox, people at Xbox aren't Xbox well, fanboys anymore. Yeah. They're working with like, Nintendo. They're working with Sony. It's just like we're, these we're lines. We're past the are, childhood era yeah. and the teenage era. We're sort of in those, the college days. Awkward. Yeah, E3 is awkward. And, yeah. and yeah. we're starting to get a little cynical about the world. But we still have this idea that somehow it should be better. See, they came out of our small town. We still want to get out with our napkin at three <laughs> o'clock do. in the morning, and we're drunk, and uh-huh. come up with these great philosophies of how they it's don't all do stuff work like out, this you know? for like movies, for books. Like they that do. Stuff. I mean, they have well, the pale. They, they have most of the stuff. Do. They have pale yeah. fest. They have, but they do it um, with like another thing. That's, that's, that's more low key though. Here's what I will say: movies do this regularly, just in terms of when you know that like a big new trailer is coming out for something, right? And people will go like, "Oh man, that was a trailer for the new Spider-Man at the whatever movie last week." Like that'll happen. Video games don't exactly have that. It's not like when you kick up the, the download, like the brand but new also game. Has you have I, under, I understand unless you play Kingdom Hearts and you have that thing that feels like a trailer. But also, there's it. a difference <laughs> in production, Zombie. And like I remember, oh, back in this is old. The way Dennis, the Dennis Dyack, just the way the production mm-hmm. cycles when movies are produced. I mean, when they're marketed, mm-hmm. they're done. Right, right. We're, our yes. marketing not, cycle yes. is it's in reversed. line with the production cycle, yep. so it's right. just like. You can't. It, it just it's, it's out of whack. Imagine if it's we were getting this constant stuff about like the Avengers movies, like the whole Marvel universe. Right. We'd be like every month hearing yeah. about. Well, here's the next Spider-Man coming out. Here's Chris Hemsworth reshot that scene where he was, you know, with his mom. Right. <laughs> be like, oh my god! Was so it was really, really great. When I looked at it, the polygons were really off. They really needed to do it. <laughs> the and the, they were too much good, anti-aliasing. <laughs> no, we got to shoot that thing over, guys. Did you hear about that? Funky. Chris Helmworth says that he's not really, uh, um, what is it, uh, um, 
uh, invested in this movie. I know, guys, right? What should we do about it? Let's all go on Twitter. Well, yeah, and get excited. That yeah. bit went on three seconds too long. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Wow. All right. First of all, anyway, you just anyway. got back here. You have no, don't be judgmental. <laughs> all right, so we so we ran through enough on on our overviews for E3. I think maybe we can start to yes. so get into the list of games. Let's start with Nintendo. There's one thing I want to touch on really quick. Uh, was that article that came out for Animal Crossing and why it got delayed? Because people were upset it got delayed. Mm-hmm. When they first heard, they were like, oh, no, why did it get delayed? And then an article came out shortly afterwards saying that the reason it got delayed was to reduce crunch on They're the devs lying. that are working on the game. I don't, I don't know. No, it I'm could joking. be. It could very well be. Well, it's still but within the fiscal new, year. The new yeah. president of Nintendo yeah. seems to be very anti-crunch. Mm. Who, Doug Bowser? Frankly. Yeah. Oh, did everyone love oh, that introduction of, of Bowser? Yeah, that was funny at the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, did, you, did you catch yeah. that? That yeah. was fucking hilarious. So I'm very excited fucking for a new Bowser Animal Crossing. And he's just like, what? <laughs> you didn't watch me? The yeah. funny thing, I thought that that <laughs> bit went on a little bit too long, but it was funny because he's like, uh, uh, and he's just like, uh, he's really playing it up. Get out of here, Bowser. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 most bits uh, go on too long. <laughs> I thought that one was cute. That was funny. That was funny that one. <laughs> All of my bits go on too long. That's Definitely. <laughs> Anywho's, so yeah, totally. They they sounds like from this article I, that you read. I think it's good, and I really hope that that's the case. Yeah, that's um, nice to hear. They yeah. still kept it in the fiscal year. They're not being. They're not like totally shedding their fiduciary responsibilities. So or whatever. yeah, so I think once uh, that game comes out, we'll have a better idea. And then returns. one quick aside: apparently, Rooster Teeth is getting. Um, Really bad reviews on Glassdoor for the amount of crunch they put people under. Oh, I totally buy that. Oh, wow. Rooster Teeth? Are you kidding me? Like yeah. their their productivity is like a little <laughs> bit ridiculous. Yeah. And frankly, mm-hmm. to be like a little bit uh, speculating, but I don't think it's totally ridiculous. Uh, the dude who created Ruby, which I love, Monty. Like, yeah, Monty. He died like way too young. Yes, and he did. I'm gonna mm. go out there and say that I wouldn't be surprised if that was like partly coincidence. working his ass off. Crunch yeah. related. Cr- crunch re- adjacent. Like crunch adjacent. <laughs> no, for yeah. real. Like I a guy that surprised. young. Like he, he's probably like I, I don't know about probably. It seems possible that he is missing his doctor's appointments, not paying particularly great attention to his health because he's just so into this creative thing and that mm-hmm. company's probably just like, yeah, we're all creatives. Let's work our ass off. I don't well, know. And I, do, I do think... Uh, and that one hurt for me. Based, like, when I heard that, I was... Yeah. Well, because he was in so a technical field, yeah. You can get so hyper-focused into what you're doing for a living that your physical body just mm-hmm. starts to I feel like a, an <laughs> empty vessel that you need to hold you and otherwise is unimportant to you. That's <laughs> how I felt the so, past month. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's a great recipe for taking terrible, terrible mm-hmm. care, of care of yourself. And it's, it's going to take a you're talking about this scrappy company that, like, made a name for itself doing web content and being, like, a pioneer in that way and not didn't seeming they, to have a traditional businessy... When they first so. with doing red versus blue, mm-hmm. 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 so you know, they've c- I mean, they've come a long way and they've gotten really big, and I'm I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of sucks to see because you know you, yeah, you came along with that ideally company. You, you want people the ride to for them. That's one of those few companies where ideally you, like you, you were want people. For the ride. Yeah, exactly. Ideally, you want these companies to uh, grow responsibly. Right? Well, and it's mm-hmm. not in their own best interest to lose their best people mm-hmm. to that kind of overwork. They have more to offer over a career lifetime. Mm-hmm. Than whatever you think you're going to get out of them the next yeah. year and or like, two. Exactly. You'd hope that yeah. they 
yeah. be receptive. Quality that, over quantity. Well, and they're far more likely to stick with you if yeah. they have a reasonable quality of life to begin yeah. with. Mm-hmm. So. I think Crack probably has that problem too. Yeah. A lot of people leave mm-hmm. Crack and do and start their own projects. But. Anyway, yeah. Nintendo. Anyway, Nintendo. <laughs> so the bi- the biggest news: Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two. Would you say that's the biggest news? That's the that's I the most like nobody knew about nobody it. knew about it because I the people who even got the early reveal we found out later they took that part took out. That out. So no one actually knew about it, and then they yeah, added it in. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. So and and it was it was a decent little teaser, yeah. right? Yeah. It's definitely categorized as a teaser. We know nothing about the game. It's probably going to be many many years away. But mm. like just a, a good looking little teaser that zombie game looks on, great. Uh, yeah, zombie that game. leaned on like the the characters a little bit. Um, which mm-hmm. we, I think, most people say you don't really get enough of that in actual Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, basically just saying the sequel's in development. Like, yeah. I, I would say There's that... A lot of speculation around it. I would it. say that I'm a, I'm a bit surprised. Like, that actually seems pretty fast for Nintendo to... Yeah. You have it's a few... A turnaround. Yeah, you yeah. have a few places like Majora's Mask or whatever where they come out with yeah. a couple Zelda games within a generation, but... Well, once but they think decide about, to keep uh, the same game engine, it. it does seem yeah, like they're able to speed, sure. speed roll. And also, I think, think Breath of the Wild was so well-received yeah, that much people like were like, people are, are jonesing for more. Mm. Yeah. I can kind of see that. I hope they don't keep the world map roughly the same, though. I don't think it's going to be the same map. I mean, that's also in speculation with, like... Will we be able to play Zelda this time? Well, I think they've the been saying you, that for decades, man. The yeah. problem you run into on something like this is that that world was established, and like that's Hyrule. So where do they go from there to make a new map? Yeah. Well, I didn't finish I Breath Zelda of the Wild, to so I don't know what happened sure. at the end. I don't know if they <laughs> you leave. killed the baddie. Well, yeah, but as far as like, <laughs> is it are they leaving? No, you killed a piggy. Who is okay. a baddie? Is a baddie, bad piggy, but <laughs> we, he just kind of like exploded and then that was it. Yeah. So yes. These things are all true. We, we <laughs> Why are we arguing, Steve? Because, <laughs> because I would go venture the, the to say that he's like, matter. the piggy part really matters to Steve. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying right. we killed a piggy. Yeah. I don't know which piggy we killed. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Well, it's just a classic Ganon thing. You never Maybe they'll go back to Termina. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Yeah, um, they're not. They're not starred for for places to go. They could, they're not. Yeah, yeah they they really they're, but do it's a place. direct That'd sequel to Breath of the Wild, and yeah. they've said that. They're so there's only so much they can go because mm. each incarnation of Zelda takes place in like different times, mm-hmm. you know. And then Link is just sort of like a reincarnation of the hero of time. That's the fan interpretation. Nintendo never really puts out anything that just is just like we're just making another Zelda deal with yeah. it. They, did. they put on a Hyrule Did they? Hyrule yeah. Historia. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, how would you want to bet that was someone at Nintendo just going like the fans have done a good job of reasoning through our like bullshit resets. Let's, let's make it official. Let's no, you don't that. remember let's when this came out things were it was a pretty huge deal and like people were mad at certain things. It was around like the time Wind Waker was I, resurging mm, in popularity. I hear you. Yes. I'm just saying like at least up through the N64 era they had no fucking cohesion about this stuff, and I and I'm I'm pretty sure that that was they were picking no, 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 off fans. No, I I, it I all fully out. agree with you, but they made it like after Breath of the Wild, they put Breath of the Wild where it is, and since they have not made any new Zelda games, everything okay. else has just been a remake. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you would call Cadence. I guess we'll mm-hmm. figure that out, but. We can assume that Breath of the Wild is either before Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two is before Breath of the Wild, or after Breath of the Wild, and it'll I fit. I kind of hope way. it. No, Within it's a direct a sequel, line. so because uh, Zelda's back with. Link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Should be after. Anyway. So, yeah. In any case. So Luigi's Mansion 3 yeah. is going to have uh, yeah. some sort of multiplayer yeah, component that, that's been done in already. the form of Gooigi. My favorite thing that I heard about Gooigi was... Gu- is Gooigi uh, the name? <laughs> that's what they call him. No, no, no him. I meant yeah. is Gooigi the name. That's the best thing about Gooigi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but my favorite explanation of Gooigi was just like, Luigi is like such a, such a like underclass in the Mario universe that he needed to like shit out his own friend. <laughs> right, oh, so he's not horrible. the bottom one on the totem pole anymore. Well, no, remember, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thing, I mean, oh. I even though it's silly and they can't it's just like have a real movie. character, remember, this is his star game. Everyone gets kidnapped, so he has to be the star of this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're committing to the, to so the ideology the of the game, Luigi's of the franchise. Mansion a little bit on my GameCube. It's novel. Yeah. I never played the second one. second one's really good. Is it? That's that was a DS, DS only. Right? Yeah, Dark Moon. It yeah. has multiplayer. It it looks basically the same. Where you so it's up to four people. You start in different parts of a mansion. I think it's just only one floor, but it's pretty long. And then you collect keys. Once you collect keys, and there's different forms of ghosts, and each room has like different sort of things. So once you get um, get each key, then you go to the rooftop, and then there's a different type of huge boss on the top. Ooh, it was so it was nice. It was I'm, about fifteen minutes. Of I'm very match. much looking forward to it okay. to maybe bad. get that. Whole Luigi's Mansion experience that I never yeah, got before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, the, and the and the certainly novel. And just because my boy Luigi doesn't get enough, uh, yeah, doesn't get enough love. Get I enough must love. say, I really do enjoy the way Nintendo has been making their trailers to just show off. They're very like sort of straight game. to the point and yep. like, here is this game. Here's the new thing. Except for Pokemon. Here's some mechanics. Pokemon makes too much money, so they have to try to turn it yeah, into a they, big marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I really have been Milk enjoying it. the way they've been doing like the d- directs with like Smash and Mario Maker. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. let's just let's we know who our fans are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's also a testament of they know what people want to see when it comes to games. That's true. They don't want to see pre-rendered trailer stuff. They want to see what your game is going to play like. Yeah. But Nintendo was never really much of a pre-rendered per- thing. No, I, they weren't. They're very much using the engine, yeah, but uh-huh. like it's they they know people want to see some action from the game and what it'll look yeah. like from a gameplay standpoint. Yep. As opposed to like other de- Avengers. other developers. Yeah, <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Avengers is a good example. Mm-hmm. Where it's just oh like we got no gameplay out of that. I have an idea of how no, the gameplay might work. It was just very very short. Oh, I have zero faith that what they showed was any kind of yeah, indicator. Yeah, I don't believe play. that. It was, there was well, a few places. There was a few places. They showed it. Oh, that, uh, that might be different from what no, they no, showed no. during the conference? Sorry, so let me be... I don't oh, want to skip a, around. This is a separate thing. What they showed in the conference right. was gameplay, and the the leak confirmed that it was gameplay because it, was a, it looked the same. Okay. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't believe it. Here's okay. what I mean. Maybe it's in-engine. Uh-huh. Maybe this is their target video for what they want Iron Man flying around on that bridge segment of the game to feel like. Mm-hmm. But there's no way that's what it's going to actually look like one for one. For starters, the the dead giveaway is when you just have bespoke animations yeah. for like individual actions, right? So like when he does a little dodge roll, he, I think if I remember correctly, he like something about the way that he responds to the missile where he like kind of looks at it yeah. or whatever. I just kind of call bullshit. It's just like no, that's not going to be an yeah. in game. That's not exactly how it's going to look. So I just don't have any faith that that's giving us any good. And to, to jump on that point, I think at most those are transitions, right? From cutscene yeah. to gameplay. Well, I'll and that's try and not, find the leaked stuff. Because I don't think the gameplay is going to look like that, and I think it's going to look much more disjointed yeah. based on how the cutscene plays out. But yeah. I think we'll circle back around to that yeah. when mm-hmm. we get well. to Avengers because yeah. we are really good at jumping all over the place. We are. Well, one quick thing that I want to say, though, about mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct. It was the least insufferable uh, conference because oh, absolutely. it had no audience who was just going, woo, every, like, five <laughs> minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
You know how like I always say I can't stand people. Uh huh. Like it's that reason. Oh, it's so annoying. There you right. It's like the opposite of hecklers. You yeah. know. Yeah. It's like there to say how awesome. It's, it's like if we were watching like Avengers Endgame, and there were probably some theaters it's where people like, had it's this like experience. The audience going to a comedian. You're funny. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> thank you. Let me do my bit. Isn't, Fuck isn't off. That, isn't that just a hype man? <laughs> I guess I, don't know. I also hate hype men in, in hip hop culture. So anyway, moving on from Nintendo, we got Sword and Shield. Who's excited for that Dynamax? I feel like everybody is amazing, for amazing no. game innovation. I'm done. You're done you with could, Pokemon? Yeah. You, really? Did you see I'm the whole Dynamax Pokemon, thing? No, I, I haven't seen I'll anything. Okay. I missed. In t- so here's what happened: mm. when the conferences were taking place and Nintendo Direct was taking place, I was working, so I was like. Kind of paying attention, yeah. Mm. And then when I went home to watch it later, I was still tired, yeah, and like yeah. mentally nice. drained. That I like checked in and out. So it wasn't announced during this particular thing. It was earlier than oh, E3, was... the Dynamax okay. gameplay element. Basically, but, like, big I think we Pokemon can say, make Pokemon. Bigger. Yeah. So I think we can safely say that like this is going to be an extremely traditional. Wait, you still Pokemon haven't game. seen it? No, I have it's no really, idea. What you're it's really, it's really weird. They're, they've oh. introduced. They they haven't fully explained it. <laughs> this there's, is great. There's a dimension to the battles now that they call like Dynamax. I don't know like if you can do this one per battle or. Or what's going I on think here? It's once per battle. But you can basically super power up your Pokemon, and it just becomes like a Godzilla-sized Pokemon. It's fucking. So what stupid. they're doing is they're ruining the Mega Evolution. Maybe I don't know. That they had. It just looks because Mega Evolution was cool. Mm. Oh um, right, because that was a temporary evolution, evolution about them right? Just making a bigger version. Yeah, no, because yeah. If they stuck Nothing. with the Mega Evolution thing. That was cool. Like that was a boost to power to your Pokemon, and they and evolved, then they evolved and, back, right? and then they came back. It was like Digimon, like a Digimon element, yeah. right? That was cool, but they looked different enough. Like Blastoise sprouted a huge cannon on his back, mm-hmm. and then had two like wrist cannons. It was cool. That's gotcha. Cool. This just to make them bigger <laughs> seems like uh, literally imagine. It looks stupid. Like a come, on, like, <laughs> come on, like a giant snubble. No one's yeah. gonna like that. I'm just imagining. That <laughs> oh happening. no! Now, they forced yeah. it down our throats and said, "It's big. It's bigger, right, guys? Yay! <laughs> dear, <laughs> dear Pokemon <laughs> Company, bigger is not always better." I'm just imagining like a big like group of people just being like, "Let's be creative. Let's put our heads together." And like, and then like what they walked out of with that meeting and everyone high fiving each other was like, "Let's make the Pokemon get bigger." It's yeah. like that. It's like that meme comic <laughs> where it's like the devs are sitting there and the thing. And, and then one of the them's sequel, like, "They will have miniature Pokemon." Sure. What? It's, no the, it's like that comic where the they devs are sitting there. The devs are sitting there in the room, and it's like one of them's <laughs> like, "Oh, let's do, let's just make them bigger." And then the other guy's like, "How about we do something real?" And they throw them out the window. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, they, we showed some more. Uh, the remake of Zelda Link's Awakening with a new release date. I'm excited um, for that. Yeah. As well as they showed off the that Dungeon Maker, dungeon I think, maker. is what is really going to make that game because that's, interesting. that's that level of like Super Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not quite that detailed, but. Yeah. No, but I think that, I feel like that's testing for that. Maybe so. Because I think it would be really interesting to see what people can put together in the yeah. different Nintendo franchises. Because like, one we've of the seen things. How good Mario Maker can be, and the amount of creativity that goes into that, and, and that's attributed practically puzzle-like things, yeah. and that's Mario attributed Maker. things like Little Big Planet and stuff like that. Right. But to see it in like a Zelda universe, so people to create it their own makes more Zelda sense. universe, and mm-hmm. then you're getting into this whole level of like you can make a whole Legend of Zelda RPG Maker situation, mm-hmm. the same way Wargroove has you can create your own campaigns. Yeah. Like that mm. stuff, I, and I love community creativity because you, you get really interesting stories. Yeah, and pretty much like you can depend at, you can depend that like within a week someone's gonna create Game of Thrones in it. Yeah, oh, and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but not season eight where they're gonna do a different ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Super Mario Maker two, I mentioned last week. I'm I'm probably yeah. gonna pick that up because the invitation I saw looked really cool. But mm. that's coming out around the corner. No big deal there. 
Astral uh, Chain looks cool. Astral Chain it's looks a interesting. Game, so platinum. it should be good. Is that that one with the spooky alien goop? No, that's no. like the high, the futuristic, um, pretty neon police uh, cop yeah. guy. <clears throat> and then he has a chain, which is like a mecha person that you control two characters. But it's like it's platinum, and you're able, so and you're able to like take over the yeah. enemy. It's like stylish, super stylish combat. Okay, platinum so is def- what they do. It yeah, definitely didn't stick into my brain. Um, um, Ultimate Alliance that's been shown. Yeah, whatever. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, I want to get it. I had not heard of that before. Uh, this because I'm, I love <laughs> Crypto. Funny. <laughs> Crypto the Necrodancer is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so much, and the music is great. Stacey, you would love that game. Yeah. I think. yeah. Crypto the Necro. You have to move and attack in rhythm with the music, like with the beat. Yeah. Oh, that's like, so hard. every single like button press is like, dun, dun, and the music dun, is this really dun, great chip tune music. So yeah, it's good. Oh, and then um, like as you as you build like a combo or reach like certain areas of the mm. thing, like other layers of the song will come in. Yeah. So mm. like whenever you mess up, like certain parts cut out, and now you just hear the beat. But then once you get like ten or something, the layers start to come. And back it starts in. building up the song. And I love yeah. games that do that with music. Yeah. Mm. So well, you guys can play it. I have it. Cadence of Hyrule game. for them to do that with Zelda music. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm in. All Zelda in. music is so good anyway. Yeah. It just really is. Like, you don't even have to play games to go, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with da, that. Da, 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 da. Fire well, Emblem. Quick question about Cadence of Hyrule. I only watched you play Crypt of the Neko Dancer, but do you have to stay on beat all the time or only when enemies are around? All the time. All of them. So they even changed it. The they changed it through for Legend of Zelda. You can move at any speed you want except for enemies around. I don't like that. So the like bar come the bar because come. you're going in and out of the beat, and I feel like. But that remember, really Zelda's on screens, so. I know, but I'm just saying I don't like the, um, okay. the idea of falling off the beat and then having to get back into it and just keeping the rhythm going. We'll see how it feels. Yeah. But I prefer. I kind of like how in Crypto Necro, even when you're outside of encounters, like you just gotta find like two tiles that are safe and just jump back and forth while you think about what you want to do. Think about what you do, and you're still like. And you keep the, the combo thing. going. Yeah. Um. Fire Emblem Three Houses is coming out. I like Fire Emblem. I'm not a big fan of tactics games because I get frustrated because I'm bad at strategy. Mm. And they also they made um, I think they, said they made a number. World yeah, they made a couple of changes too. They have something called um, Heroes Light or something, so you could resurrect characters now. Okay. So you could still play on hard. Ooh. You don't have to use it. <laughs> you don't have to use it. When someone dies, I want to cry. You could still do that. Oh, okay. But they yeah, just added this, and then you can also put on easy mode. There's different levels. So but you if the mechanic it. exists, then not using it feels stupid. I really want to talk about the next game on the list, just because I really want to say the really, really, really long name that it has. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Yay! I well, have no interest I, in playing it. I wonder if this was made by Square Enix. I just yeah. think the name is too long. That's an almost <laughs> comically long name. Like, they were trying to make well, a joke. Square Enix still has the best name of a video game ever. Which one? Infinite Undiscovery. That is a that, pretty That Square remains Enix my number one That's video pretty, game. That's like unobtainium metal. <laughs> and and that like... game was shitty for one reason. <laughs> if you hit a chest, you would destroy it. Really? Oh, that's fucking stupid. That's that Square Enix Why way of, like, of, it's square. <laughs> of, of wanting well, to make something is. sound pseudo, like, have pseudo depth. Yes, infinite you know? undiscovery. Yeah. What did you discover? Nothing. Nothing. But I infinitely but discovered And I will thing. never but stop isn't that the purpose discovering of all, really? nothing <laughs> for infinity. <laughs> Square Enix is the most pretentious company of all time when Duh. it comes to naming really shit. Are. Yeah, well, Clearly. we actually shouldn't gloss over this because they added in an 8-bit mode, so you can seamlessly switch to a top-down Dragon Quest and or to the 3D version. Mm. I have no interest in playing this game. Oh, I actually that actually made me want to play this. I was like, really? that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of. Not cool. that I wouldn't even play it in that, but I just like the idea that you can just go 8-bit mode, 3D mode. Mm. It's novel. It's cute. It's, yeah. 
No More Heroes 3, super excited. Oh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. It's been announced, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think we have to touch on everything. I, I, played, yeah. first one, I played the first one a good amount. Um, if the second one is just a few more systems and stuff, which it kind of seems like it will be, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. then I think it'll be worth checking out. Yeah. It's good. No it's solid. More Heroes 3, I'm super excited for. I haven't played Are any you? of those. Oh, man. I haven't played yeah. any of those games. Are you? That's, that's another franchise I never touched. I watched that trailer. I was a little bit like, oh, my God. I feel like... Like, I'm not going to judge because, like, there are definitely things where I can be called out for what I'm about to say. But I was watching that trailer and I was just like, this is super lame. Like, some no. people think this is probably the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think we suspend what certain things for what we like. It's just like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting in no more. I, I, no, def- totally, I totally. definitely realize that teenage me was just into things right. that were like edgy as, as just for the be. sake of being yeah, edgy. Yeah, yeah. Should be. Like if Travis I'm, touchdown. I'm going to save the world. If Jerry the Edgelord was here, yeah. he would be able to describe it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. But you I know? mean, it, 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 fills like, a, it fills a space in gaming. Like Dante from Devil May Cry. Yeah, and that first one just being like he's got a yeah. Travis intro, touchdown feels and adjacent swords to and guns and silver hair and it's awesome. It's a little bit more self aware, but also yeah. And I, but also say I think No More Heroes is different because it was it was meta. It was fourth world breaking like it did something. from the mm. echo. Yeah. And, All I remember and, about the first one was like he had a lightsaber and something. I mean, when the non when when, when they try to basically play straight the setup for the first game as this dude orders a lightsaber online and decides that he wants to be a hero. Yeah. And he's like a Joe Schmo before that. Like, yeah. That's pretty self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Oh, my God, guys. The most amazing game was announced. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, my Sonia God. 2020. No, you know, no, I will say, not, not that I was ever interested in these games, but the events look super cool. Like, I, I mean, it so seems good. like there's a cool variety. It might be yeah, a fun like party Yeah, like karate, like stuff. punching Peach out with tails. Yeah. Come on. That does look kind of funny. <laughs> Come on. I, I just... Punching Peach out with tails. It just That was the greatest screenshot most. ever. When hard, he, like, hard pass. It's too close to actual face. exercise. And she just... Ah! <laughs> I was like, wait, that's great. <laughs> I just think it's like such a weird uh, tie-in event game. Like, it might be fun, but I just find Those like the premise for its existence to be kind of funny. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, sure they, they make do. money, and I and I've always heard that they're they're fine. Like, they're, right. they're not bad games. They're fine. Yeah, like mm. they are what they are. You watch the Olympics with your kids, and you go, hey, we can play this game with Mario versus Sonic, mm. Sonic the age-old rival that. Nobody knows about it except us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because they're no, they're no longer really rivals. <laughs> they're no longer particularly <laughs> But okay. <laughs> and then the last thing on our list here, which is mm. it's probably my favorite example of something Nintendo didn't do a lot of, but Square Enix did a shit ton of, which is like, here's a game that has been out forever and we ported it over to this generation. Please give us applause. Yes. Uh, which is Resident yes. Evil 5 Thank and you. 6, as well as the Resident Evil remake. Yes. Yeah. Uh, making for for the first also, one, making funny its way enough, over to Switch. Is this the only Capcom game that was announced? This E three, I don't know. Which is so fucking sad. That would be sad. That would be mm. so fucking. I can't sad. think of any. I can't think games. of any others. This whole bar. Yeah, is Capcom the next Konami. I'm calling it. No, I was actually really disappointed. Uh, we got a lot of games to go through. No. Yes, right. we do. There's a lot of stuff to go through. <laughs> well, there's, nothing, there's like, honestly we gotta, nothing we on Microsoft. Get this train going. Yeah, there's well, nothing on, on Microsoft. Microsoft. On the Microsoft Edge, I'm excited for Flight Simulator because I just like that franchise. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. 12 minutes looks really good. Yeah. 12, minutes is 12 minutes is this. It's sort of like a Groundhog Day-esque game mm-hmm. is what it looks like. So mm-hmm. it's played from this top-down perspective. And this guy has like 12 minutes to save this lady. As far as I know, this is the only scenario that they released. And uh, I guess you have 12 minutes to save this lady from being murdered. Mm. And if you don't do it, it, like, 
loops back to the beginning or you find new information she gets murdered and then you still loop back to the information the oh, beginning okay. but you have that new information right. mm-hmm. to try and stop it yeah so it looks it's like a really interesting concept and I'm kind of looking forward to it actually there are maybe two little mentions I'm I want to make curious to see what turns out with the Blair Witch game oh I'm hoping yeah that was weird I, I don't know what's going to happen but I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic I mean mm. First party spiritual successors to some of the games we've seen, like uh, Dead by Daylight. PT. The, yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, the stuff. Yeah. Well, I didn't see, see the show. I don't even know what it looks like. Particularly, I was thinking of Until Dawn. But oh, yeah. maybe, oh, that would be good. Yeah. That that was. It but they're working on like a new game. That. Hmm. What the, yeah. undog, the, the under, until, uh, until Dawn people? Yeah. Until Dawn people. Yeah, but the this could just be Microsoft's version of it or whatever. Monad or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the three things I wanted to mention are. So the only I, the reason I'm going to say this one is because I was listening to like a maybe Giant Bomb or something, but apparently the new Lego they have new tech, and they said like it actually is pretty impressive. That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard the new really, Skywalker saga. It's, it's going to be pretty, gonna be pretty good. With the text and the block the block tech. Um, bleeding Curious. Edge. It was leaked already, but you know since this is it was official showing, looks interesting to me. It's basically Overwatch Melee Edition, and um, right. the Ninja Theory is working on it. Right. And. Um, what is the last one? Um, and you were like, huh? This doesn't mix. But the Forza, Hor- uh, Forza Horizon. Yeah, I wish that Lego I could watch champion. Steve's face yeah. watching watching that bit with the fucking Lego movie dude driving up in Forza Horizon. What was I like, what was your response? I like to that? Lego. I just don't. See, I mean, maybe. But like it's, I said, they did, they, did hot, they did hot. They did They did Hot Wheels. Sure, they know? did, but like that wasn't what grabs me about those games. Okay. Yeah, but maybe. This will maybe I don't know I'm not gonna. What if they the, have the humor from the Lego games? Yeah, I will say Steve, there's a lot you know that of great is awesome? Star Wars humor to be had. Uh, yeah, and everything is cool when and you're part Lego of a team. Has the potential to be. Fun. Oh no, no, and this this one is the awesome. Forza Horizon one stage. I love oh, that song. Yeah, by the way. right, right. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. That's what, yeah, <laughs> everything's cool. Everything's awesome. They they'll I think they'll retain the the humor of the Lego. If they can do that, they do. Maybe I'll buy into it, but I'd still be hard pressed because I don't really buy DLC like that. Those games are kind of simplistic in a way that you'll hear me harp on when I talk about Mario Odyssey later. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> Halo Infinite is announced. Yeah. And it's coming with a new Xbox at some point in the future. <laughs> it was, that was literally future. Microsoft just being like, yeah, we're going to bring out the big guns. No one's surprised. We heard y'all but wanted there no Halo. Big guns because there's nothing... For the next I've got some Halo for your Halo, yeah. so you can yeah. Halo while But Halo. I think Microsoft had a strong conference. I didn't watch all of it. No, I thought it was. I, was, it was I, right. I mean, I had the Cyberpunk reveal, which was. And like I think that's the Microsoft. That's conference. probably what grabbed me is because the Cyberpunk stuff was on there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but we can move on to Take Two and Two K. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention though before we uh, move on from Microsoft is that they did talk about Microsoft Game Pass on PC. Yes, um, yes, did. and now you can buy that's nice. that's an all-encompassing big. pass, so it gives you right. the Xbox and PC pass and Xbox in one. Gold. Yeah, uh, nice. so it's just like yeah. one, and one I, thing. Get out of get out. I've of my actually way. been subscribed to Game Pass since last E3, mm. and I really like it because I go in there every so often and I just right. get a game. Yeah, I like you know, the. It's not just first party now, right? No, they've they they add so many. They've added okay. so many games yeah, over they time. Have. But first party that's is how, day and date. Right. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. I particularly Third like party isn't. Right. I think it's yeah. gotcha. there's some agreement that has to happen, but mm-hmm. that's how I'm playing like Borderlands Handsome Collection on Xbox mm. with my friends. Poor GameStop. Yeah, that's I how like I'm playing um, games that I'm not really gonna buy. Yeah, games yeah. that I'm gonna buy. Um F one is on there. I will say I'm I there. might pick up a Xbox One X over the summer. Mm. 
I might fill in the blanks of those. You should buy the Fallout 76 one because I saw a post on Reddit Ew. where the Fallout 76 Xbox One oh, X was $100 cheaper rip on than that. the regular Depends Xbox the One X. Oh, wow. So oh, I was like, man. if you want it, then you just throw away the game. <laughs> oh, boy. But don't you know? But haven't you heard it's going to be a real game now? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little while. Uh, uh, so, Borderlands 3. I'm really uh, excited about Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3. Um, so Borderlands 2 That's came two. out in what? Like 2012. Wow. When you think about it. Okay. So it, came, it was like 2012, wow. 2013. So it's yeah. a long time since we've had a Borderlands game. So going into this mm. Borderlands 3, you see it's how... been a lot of... You see how first-person shooters have developed yeah. and the new mm-hmm. stuff that comes on. So I'm really excited to see how that plays, and I hope the gunplay is better than Borderlands 2. Not not that I've hated mm. the gunplay in Borderlands. I just think it never really There's been a lot of polished. evolution that's happened between right? Yeah, in particular, and Borderlands 2 doesn't have the tactical feel that a lot of shooters nowadays do. Right, and the other thing about Borderlands that I'm noticing now that I've gone back and play it mm. is it's not a hit-scan game when it comes to first-person shooters. Mm. Mm-hmm. The projectile, it's the same way Battlefield works, where the projectile actually travels uh-huh. through the map. It's not where your crosshair is at that point in uh-huh. time. So it actually takes some level of skill to pull off shots on, like, moving targets and things sure, sure. like that. Yeah. Um, but because Borderlands plays with stats and stuff like that and gun, um, gun stats and perks and all that stuff, it can be a little more difficult than your average shooter mm. but looking at this one i'm really excited to see how it unfolds and they brought things like alternate fire modes for all the weapons and mm. i'm curious to see how they play with that because they've had the dynamics for all those uh gun manufacturers already there was one i saw where like you shoot the gun and then they have that gun that you throw it away and it explodes right uh-huh. i think that same manufacturer now has a gun where like you drop it to reload it but then it grows legs and walks around and shoots stuff. What the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> What's happening? So there's that, there's that ridiculous level of creativity that Borderlands yeah, yeah, has yeah. also that I'm looking forward to to see what they expand on mm-hmm. to yeah, make silly things happen. I get that. That sounds funny. And, and now I'm sitting here realizing I was trying to look up something while I was talking about the game, and I completely forgot what I was trying to look up. <laughs> That's okay. And then other other game from 2K that we saw was uh, Outer Worlds. So Stacy is way more excited for this game than I am, and I've <laughs> known about it for a minute. But yeah. I think you should talk about it because yeah. you did like New Vegas, and I'm hearing I did. very good things. And New I'm Vegas was my New favorite Vegas-esque. Fallout game. It's part of why I like this whole and this Fallout 76 was so Same disappointing. Doubt. I really liked um, New Vegas also. Yeah, it had this great uh, campiness to it. People basically consider it like the best of the new Fallouts. Right, yes. and it, you really had a sense that your player made a difference in the world, uh, which is something missing from a lot of games mm-hmm. these days. So often you're either in an open world, just kind of meandering. deciding your own fate, or yeah, meandering around, or you're on a rail shooter where there's a plot that right. has importance, but you know you're kind of following the pre-existing plot line around. Yeah. Uh, and there maybe are one or two potential options when, when it's all said and done. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76, uh, I'm sorry, Fallout New Vegas, <laughs> both had a sense of multiple endings mm-hmm. with very different results. Mm-hmm. But even along the way, you meet all these little communities, and your actions determine what become of these little miniature cities yeah. or small mm-hmm. Small uh, and just the, the overarching story of you looking for revenge, yeah, which was like a, yeah. a good way because usually when it comes to the Fallout games, it's like you come out of a vault and suddenly you're thrust into having to be a hero, yeah, like do whatever. New Vegas is you get shot in the beginning of the game <laughs> and yes. you're looking for the guy who shot you because you were just like delivering a package, right? And then the guy shoots like, you, and then like, yeah, bro, not cool, you survive. And this is like, <laughs> all right, now I'm gonna go find the guy who shot me and I'm gonna kill yeah. him, yeah, now we got a problem, yeah, like now I'm upset, <laughs> right? Right, so. Uh, 
So the, the Outer this Worlds. This game, Outer Worlds, by the same game development studio. Yes. Uh, and they say they were inspired by, what was it, Futurama? Futurama and Firefly. And Firefly. Both excellent sci-fi franchises. Yeah. And both have... Uh, a little sense of wackiness, mm-hmm. sort of campiness that uh, I think would be great yep. to, to put but into also this. both have like that kind of heart, and that's right. yeah. that's yeah. what because because what we've seen so far of Outer Worlds, um, you know, keep it a little close to the chest as far as what the story and and all that stuff is going to be like. But those are really good influences because they walk that line. Right. And I think this, something that will make this interesting is because they're taking something to outer space. And usually when you get like sci-fi action in outer space, it's very like dark and gritty. Can because be. dark and gritty is the, the popular thing. Yeah. This looks very colorful. It looks like it's going to take place in like interesting environments. Right. So I'm hopeful. It's, it's shiny, pretty. Being on another planet gives them the opportunity to deal with some really different environments. Yeah. And the setup is that they let the corporations colonize this planet. So every city is owned by a different corporation. Do you think Elon Musk is just an aspiring, like, sci-fi villain? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding (laughs) me? What do you mean aspiring? Aspiring. Ask the workers at his factories how they feel. I'm just saying, like, he wants to, like, he's got all these, like, SpaceX things going on, and he's, like, trying to go to Mars, and I'm just like... Me and Stacey, we listened to the Proto Men yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Uh, I don't know if anyone else here has listened to that to to, the, to those albums, no. but like they basically take the Mega Man story and make it interesting, and they they, they categorize Doctor Wily basically as this like Elon Musk evil type type dude, where like by creating robots and like automating the economy of these of this city, he basically uses that as leverage to just be like I'm in charge of shit now. You know when we should start getting worried is when Elon Musk takes over Boston Dynamics. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem. That's, a that's also the plot of Ghost Recon. Because then he's gonna uh, he's gonna point. take over the robot manufacturer. <laughs> he's gonna take over the robot manufacturer mm-hmm. that's making robots that we're already beating up and bullying. Yeah, right. and then we're gonna right. be watching Elysium unfold screwed. before our eyes. Good yep. movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> mild but tangents. In any in any case, this is a, a good excuse to have a sort of surface looking utopia mm-hmm. with sort of a dark dystopia hiding underneath but also not take it too fucking seriously mm-hmm. so that it's still and fun it, it looks like, like some it's of the gameplay is of these ridiculous little laser guns and yeah. like that's mm. kind of I love yeah, that very it, cute. you said it, it kind of reminds you of like 60s era sci-fi in terms yeah. of its well, color played, um, palette um, and stuff mm-hmm. Deadly Tower it's Monsters nice. yet? no <laughs> Yeah, yeah. God what's, damn what's it. No one, no one loves monsters. that game as much as you. I don't even know what that is. I, and, and I tell, oh, God. And I was just reading about, <laughs> actually, some of the sci-fi covers. Here's what, here's what interests me about them. So the novels themselves were mostly written by entitled white dudes <laughs> cranking out as many as possible, as quickly as possible. So they really didn't think too hard about what they wrote. Mm-hmm. But many of the covers were designed by women, actually. And they mm. might uh, take a male name to kind of... Yeah. Uh, get themselves published more often. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in fact, some of the earlier sci-fi writers who were women also changed their name. I had a pen oh, wow. name that was that was common at the time. Uh, but it does look very inspired by that sort of right. old-timey sci-fi. Yeah, like yeah. the cover art. Yeah, the yeah. cover art, and even the the, the, the web page. Even they the had web page itself is very evoked. Very that like that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Right. I need a quick aside. When I was in Florida, I watched Star Trek. Star Trek. The Journey Home. Aww. Which one is that? Oh, wow. The third, the fourth one. Yeah, 
That's the, the when they weird try to one. put the bring yeah. the humpback whales. That's where they have to the save the whales. They, they go wow. to they I go to it was, it was San Francisco. Missions. It was yeah. such Star Trek Free Willy edition. They had to save it was, the whales. Yes. It was very <laughs> and, and I have they literally not seen, put a bandana on Spock and have him run around and try not yeah. to act too weird. Yeah. I have <laughs> had really funny. I have I have not seen any of the old Star Trek movies. If only to see the picture of Scotty picking up a computer mouse and talking into it like it's a microphone. Wow. It's so good. That's, where, funny that's how, where Star Trek got so really good. campy. How, yeah, how the love hilarious. interest was just like, yeah, you're from the future. And she's like, it's fine. Okay. And I was just like, Because you what? went from these like extreme, like, <laughs> rapid. And then, and then also, movie. remember, really they weird. had a Ru- the Russian guy, what's his uh-huh. name? And how they was like, he's a Russian. And oh, I was just like, really? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the 70s. This was the 70s, that was the thing. It's funny because the previous two movies, the one was the Wrath of Khan, which is like the most well-known of the Star Wars, and Spock dies in that one. And then the next one is Search for Spock because his consciousness is still alive somewhere. we got to find him. And then they go into, we're trapped in the past. we got to save the whales. Yeah, it's like, Because well, they've done episodes where they're trapped We're done with the Sirius for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was what that so strange. Yeah. It was so Excuse strange. me, Shark, while I jump you. I I, don't, I love Star Trek The Next Generation. That yeah. I love that show. Um, <laughs> All right, the, clearly the Earth, outer world is dangerous because no, 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 we have no. so many tangents we could go on but, from that. But hold on. I love I really hope the best for this game. Well, the one thing about Outer Worlds, I have hope, you know? The one thing about Outer Worlds, I'll say, is that I'm actually kind of excited because Obsidian is making it, and I feel like they they took a handle over the Fallout games way better than Bethesda did. Like I, it was so in funny the, how in the new Fallout Vegas fans community, it's yeah. like well, they Bethesda, beautiful. please yeah. just give it to Obsidian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, they I were the original. Maybe, maybe, the maybe they were this Black is that. You know, yeah. I've been saying for a while too. Like Bioshock needs to have a Bioshock in space. Because their social commentary would be mm. really good in the context of, I, okay, I've so what are we going to do in the future? Replaying yeah. Infinite. You know? Oh, really? I'm oh, that'll be replaying Infinite, yeah. Mm. See how that ages. Uh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Electronic yeah, arts? Do we, we have, have to? to? Jake! Oh my god! <laughs> yes! I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh my god. Do we That's have really Can funny. I say I only want to talk about one thing on this go list? Ahead, I think ahead. we all just want to talk about one thing on this list. The Sims, Sims 4, 4. Island Living. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god. I, I do want to say really quickly the Jedi thing looks terrible. Which is, oh, I don't think oh, I'm sorry. You've come to, I, the, I you've come to the point it where it just feels terrible to I, me. I, okay, I challenge okay. you to listen to some. The graphics look good, the gameplay looks. Boring. Listen to Ooh. some um, in-depth, um, like sort of podcast on it. They actually they're calling it Star Souls. Really? Star Souls. Oh, Star interesting. Souls. That does okay. not gel with what those trailers what feel like. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. They're calling it Star Souls. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Then they actually managed to underhype their. I'll game. send you. I'll send <laughs> you um, uh, like a, a, yeah, a preview a of like uh, I forgot okay. who I was listening to, but yeah. they were that's giving the air. They said like, yeah, the showing was interesting, but like you know, the behind closed door demos and like the actual systems behind the game is. Um, it looks really good. Okay. okay. So cool. I mean, I mean, it does I, look good. I was a lot more positive it, on it than you guys the, were. The you guys are just like, eh. the art style is nice. It's just the gameplay was so well, underwhelming. It's, the, the it's in the really hopes of we'll like get a, a generational. good current era Star Wars game. Yeah. I mean, That's I just don't know how you have, yeah. I don't know how you have the gameplay feel have like something Soulsy when the stormtroopers are just standing there and shooting at you, but maybe it's a matter of when you up the difficulty, they do more interesting shit. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. that trailer maybe. gave me a totally different feel. All that said, it's super early and we absolutely, when we're, whenever we're talking about a game this early, whenever we're talking about a game that's not done, yeah. it's just our impressions and we can yeah. be pretty much wrong. everything and on I'd be happy list. to be wrong. And also, just, just yeah. for you to a specific about. comic, <laughs> like, what, I can't comment. Comment. <laughs> oh, okay. What um, 
Because just about the guns versus sword thing, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like, when does that become interesting, or how do you make that right. interesting? Uh, well, a so, lightsaber is a weapon from a more civilized age. I, I, so I've been told. <laughs> Katana Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other game? Uh, Ninja. Ronin. The, uh, <laughs> I haven't Ronin. Yeah. Market of Ninja. Like, that's how you do it. You, you treat it as... And, and I don't know how you do it as a Jedi because Jedis have been shown to just be like, you're shooting at me? Fuck your couch. But, Basically. like, make the deflecting interesting. It's not Katana it's not Zero has scan. precedent for... The lasers no. actually go you through remember, the air. Um, right, true. <laughs> the Force Unleashed? Mm-hmm. Uh, I yes, play I love those Casually, games. he would just block it. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah, weren't yeah, touching control, he would casually just block right, right. laser shots. So it's just like, mm-hmm. it's it's too easy of a mechanic to... Well, no, I think there was a bar. There was a bar. That's the main thing that I like about them hearing them compare it to Souls. Okay. That's the main thing I like about them hearing comparing it to Souls. Because I didn't feel any sense of pressure in that gameplay trailer that they showed that I, as a player, would really experience. Like, Whereas, if, it, if they're talking about Souls, then that, to me... At the very least, it conveys there's going to be pressure. There's going to be well. I think you know, they tried to show that off a little bit, but they didn't do a great job of it. Is when yeah. he's fighting yeah, that um, that one trooper with the double edged spear. Yeah, he yeah. he mentioned he makes a comment about how it's supposed to be way more difficult because they're trained to fight Jedi. Uh, okay. So and I right. think in that comment, it didn't come across as what they were trying yeah. to make it seem. If that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the and it did look like he was having trouble. Yeah. And he was taking hits from it. The robot that, mm. that where the end the trailer ended that robot from Rogue One is. Yeah. Supposed to be, they're supposed to be very difficult mini bosses. Alan Tudyk. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was um, extremely difficult mini bosses. Like and then also for EA, they're cool. coming out with Sports Twenty. So sports Twenty, yay! Cares. Let's move on. What are you <laughs> talking about? I care about Sports Twenty. Really? You want yeah. to talk about how much more money you're going to spend on FIFA <laughs> Ultimate Team? No, I'm joking. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I'm playing like FIFA 18 on the Switch, and I'm just like, yep, this is about as good as I particularly care this game to get. And yeah. I don't follow sports, so I don't give a shit about the up-to-date rosters. So I'm just like, whatever. Mm. I'll sit here with my two-year-old game forever. <laughs> CD Projekt Red? CD Projekt Red. Cyber- so I have a problem. I'm getting to a weird point with Cyberpunk, right? Okay. <laughs> my hype is at an all-time high. <laughs> and usually when my hype gets this high, You're I'm be disappointed? super disappointed. Yeah. So I'm concerned. Mm. So I, I'm trying to keep it in check. What we saw that was new of, uh, of this was like a nice-looking story... Uh, thing, right? And it looks good. It's it's like this. Maybe it gives you an idea of this is the type of story that you'll happen, which doesn't surprise me. It's like okay, yeah, like people backstabbing each other in the criminal underworld. Uh, the blades coming out of a dude like that. We've seen that before. Yep. Like, um, it doesn't give me a handle for how those elements of the world translate to interesting mechanics in the combat or anything. It doesn't give me a better sense of. Uh, what the pacing is going to feel like in terms of the open world. So I feel mm-hmm. like while I looked at something pretty, I didn't really learn much about the game. Yeah. Right. Except that it has Keanu Reeves, which is cute. And nice. Which yeah. makes it a little bit better. It makes it a little bit better. I, like, I think that it, it, it's like kind of a perfect point in his career where he's, he's riding this John Wick wave to, like re, uh, to, to becoming like relevant again, right? Yeah. And like, this is a cool way for him to... This is the year of Keanu. Yeah, a little Apparently. bit. Apparently. Everyone uh, loves him. <laughs> So, and especially since that I mean, you were breathtaking I always thing. loved Keanu Reeves. I didn't oh, know I think what we all felt. have, but I don't think... <laughs> I, I don't no, know, there was man. a period, there was there a period was a with the Matrix second era. and third... Yeah, with the second and third Matrix movies in yeah. particular, where people love shitting on Keanu. And I was like, no, I liked him ever since... Speed. Uh, well, Speed was great. But no, for me, it's Devil's Point Advocate. Break. 
devil's oh, advocate. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I, like people like to go like, oh yeah, but he just had to be like a flat character. I'm like, nah, man. Like he's good in that movie. Yeah, and, he is good. In and that don't movie. get me wrong, he doesn't have the greatest range in the world. But when a role fits him, he fucking nails it. Yeah. For example, so, I watched Always Be My Maybe. I watched right. it too, and his cameo in that was fantastic. That was a very nice I movie. That. It was, I I ending was really nice. I liked that's it. That's what I thought. You should watch it because yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like playing his, his public role. persona. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing Keanu Reeves not really as himself. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So today, I know, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's interesting to see him in cyberpunk. Like, yeah. I get the there's, I, I get that he's supposed to be playing a character that's not kind of important in that lore. I don't know the details of it, but he's just kind of like mythical figure that when you're like tapped into the cyber world or some shit like he just kind of shows up yeah so that sounds they said he's supposed to be a, he's supposed John to play Wick a significant role yeah. in the game yeah. yeah supposedly he does Johnny Silverhand or something like right. that right yeah and so we'll sounds see like what, Johnny uh, Mnemonic hey <laughs> have you I'm gone just, back to the movie I have not you know, you know what's you really gonna drive still my still yeah still okay. got it, you know what's yeah. gonna drive my love of this game is the fact that cyberpunk is like the top tier sci-fi genre for me Right. I just love the aesthetic. I love the yeah. And you don't have the, any that. games the that are really competing. No. with that aesthetic. No, I think the closest games to like cyberpunk like that are like the Shadowrun games. Things are in general and just sort of eighties era homage type things. Yeah. yeah, and that feels but pretty But not different. really cyberpunk person. But yeah, like the last yeah. couple of Shadowrun games on PC, but those are, you know, isometric. Isometric, yeah. Like nothing, double A maybe in there's terms not, of production. There's nothing really. Budget, um, I don't know. Maybe, but. um... I don't know. Would you call the new Deus Ex stuff cyberpunk? Or would you Ish? just call it a hard sci-fi? I don't know. It's I, cyber. It, it gives it's, me... It's cyberpunk. It, it, it is, it is cyberpunk. cyberpunk. But, the, but part of what's cool about um, Cyberpunk 2077 is, as we mentioned, that Outer Worlds is arguably doing as well, is it's bringing color back into the fucking thing. Like, as opposed yeah. to Deus Ex, which was just black and gold. Yeah, That's what I was gonna say. it was. It's, it black was not gold. white. It's really, color. It was just black <laughs> well, and gold. And the original gold games the were, were the same. They yeah. were not colorful. Yeah. Right, right. It's true. That is... It, that it's kinda, missing the sense of humor, if I'm... Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, it was heady subject matter, which is nice. Uh, yeah. But like, so I'd call it more classic. But this sci-fi. actually seems to have character to the world too, yeah. like Hopefully. seedy we'll underground see. characters, and you got your your like arms dealer, drug dealer types. But you got Keanu Reeves is in there as like another like different type of character who's. I guess pushing you towards some sort of agenda. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it looks like it's going to have character, which is hard to find in. And even though I haven't played them too much, like just expecting the same kind of uh, writing and production value on the side characters that you got from Witcher in this context makes me pretty excited. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I can never get into Witcher because like hard fantasy is not really my favorite. Aww. High fantasy. Yeah, but now yeah, you'll be able to do it on a Switch. Yep, which yeah. is the other. So excited! <laughs> so I, I couldn't do it on it. Xbox. I couldn't what do it on PlayStation. I couldn't do it on PC. <laughs> what, the what makes that you, you think I'm gonna do it on a Switch? I, I don't know. It's running at 540p <laughs> on the Switch handheld. Self-flagellation. And uh, oh God. that's all you got. Right there. <laughs> that's all you got. Beat that's, me. That's that's why you're doing Beat it me. on the Switch. <laughs> Beat me. You know, I don't have to. Get a Sorry to interrupt you. You were saying, Steve, it runs at. You missed a spot. You missed a spot. Go get his flagellate yourself. Um, so you're saying it's running on what? 540p on 540p the handheld. when it's in handheld And mode. 720 with dynamic resolution. Yeah, so everyone please applause for the worst possible place to play Witcher 3. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just not. Um, do we even want to acknowledge this company? Or no, we no, no. It? We're moving um, on. We're not we are skipping it. over them entirely. We're talking okay. about the game everybody unanimously yeah. agreed looks like shit. 
which uh, is Contra Row Corpse. <laughs> you acknowledged the, the cake you, company. You didn't. No, 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 I didn't. I said uh, Contra oh, okay. World Corpse. Well, I guess. World Corpse. Anyway, moving on to Bethesda. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you. Oh, man. Um, so Bethesda was like they're they're a weird company now. Commander Keen. Um, <laughs> like they they have company they have some some studios underneath their their publishing. I didn't know they had the Commander that, Keen license. Yeah, that's a yeah. random one for them to have. Oh, that, that was ID, wasn't it? Uh, ID was the first yeah, one. ID developed Commander Keen. Keen is very. It's old. very. It old. was independently it's, developed back in the day. But I think, but it, was I think they sold it. Out. I think yeah. it was ID. Just like we, I have to remind myself that Jazz the Jackrabbit is epic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. You're yes. right. Cliffy I had B. Cliffy disc. B worked I had Jazz Jackrabbit oh, on a yeah. floppy disk. Jesus. And, I love that game. And Duke Nukem Aww. was... Yeah, and Duke Nukem was... Who was Duke Nukem? 3D Realms. Oh, 3D, 3D Realms. Which was bought by... But, that, but that's... Yeah. Okay. All, it all connects. Oh, I forgot about case, Jazz Jackrabbit. Mm. Bethesda has actually become a big, a big publisher. They've got a lot of teams. Yeah. And the weird thing is, like... They're very hit or miss, and you really need to track the actual developer. <laughs> yeah. to, to like when I hear like a Bethesda game, I'm like, all right, which one? Yeah. What like one of their mean? good companies or the bad King ones? was id software. Okay, so we've got uh, Doom Eternal looks fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it just does. I'm not you surprised. Guys, you like, really liked the dude. The yeah. so yeah. fun. It's Stacy. It you so missed Stacy's violent tendencies and instincts come out last week. Steve. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just like so when it comes to so Doom, great. She's just can you like, believe ooh. when he just pulled out the exploding bit and just put it in his mouth and watched it, it explode? Mouth and, explode and he went over here and just said, <laughs> and, I'm like, and, and, and yet when I watched and yet when I watched John Wick three with her, she was like, there were parts where she was like looking away. Just like, yeah, that's gross. It's hard when it's not happening to aliens. But demons, yeah, demons. Demons, fuck demons, demons is fine. Demons deserve yeah, man, it. It's, it's, it no, they don't. If you follow the lore of that game, we're the imperialists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and they deserve it. So, so I was saying, like, back with the original Doom, generally oh, speaking, the first-person shooter genre is not my favorite bag. Mm, you know? Yeah. It's okay. But I've had so many bad experiences with games like that that I just don't take them very seriously. When the original Doom came out, like, 25 years ago... I didn't pay attention to it. And then when Doom 2 came out and literally everybody was playing it, <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. That was the era of... it was of, so good that I had to go back and play the first one and then play the second one. That again. was the era of first-person shooters where so, your gun protruded from your chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> which, which, to be fair, at Smack least with handguns, that is body. the way that professionals... Yeah, but does the minigun come, come out of your yeah. face? No. <laughs> Probably not. And the, and the <laughs> BFG is like your entire torso just becomes a gun for all. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the uh, PG name for the BFG? I forget. It's obviously actually the big fucking no. That's the actual obvious thing. But the, yeah, I, I think in like Doom it. Three they gave it like a PG name, like some like sci-fi to. sounding name. Uh, like they probably the, did the bio something. Fucker, the bio freeze generator. Yeah. Yeah. Something, whatever it was. <laughs> And in any case, I feel like uh, I'm being persuaded to do the same thing with this one. I should probably go mm-hmm. ahead and just start playing the first ones. So yeah, Doom 2016 is fucking out, great. I think it's supposed to, to be to, by the end of this year. So I really should finish it. It's good. I need to, too, because I had a tragedy happen where I was pretty close to the end of the game. And then mm. uh, I had my uh, seemingly annual uh, Windows is Corrupted, let me reinstall everything exercise. Oh, God. Which, which that wouldn't by itself have fucked up my save normally, right? But yeah. apparently, like, you know, the, the gods were not uh, happy with me because once I reinstalled everything, and I was used to doing this by now, uh, and I got Steam up and running, and I installed Doom, and I loaded it. It was like, your cloud save is corrupted. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh, and so I, I didn't have it in me to restart the game until, until some while ago where I booted it up again, but I haven't followed through. Um, okay. So I'm aware of Ghostwire Tokyo. I didn't actually... 
get to really get to the presentation and see what it's about? We didn't. Mm. We didn't see shit as far as gameplay goes. Okay. Uh, and I don't think they even necessarily alluded to genres all that. That's much. the one with the goopy alien stuff. Uh, no. There's a game with goopy red alien stuff somewhere in this. <laughs> I don't think so. Deathloop. So what we what we saw from the wow. Ghostwire kind of red goopy stuff coming out the ground is supposed to be alien thing. I don't know. Mm. I'm not. I'm not sure what you're. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep asking that question until yeah. we get to the point where you're it's... talking about Guigi again. No. no. <laughs> so so what we saw from Ghostwire was was like an interesting concept. And a mm-hmm. pretty looking trailer, but I don't know if they even alluded very much to what the gameplay might even I be mean, like. It's Shinji Mikami's. That's you know, the dude. Shinji yeah. Mikami. I, I was trying to tell you, but you were just like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, all right, so we'll get to it later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, this um, woman, what's her name? Ikumi Narakuma. She is uh, leading this project, um, and Shinji Mikami is stepping down. So we're going to see what, you know, the team that he's been breeding and, and uh, pampering and. Yeah, that was an elegant. That was an elegant it. handoff. I like that yeah. part of the yeah. presentation. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it, we don't often talk about it. I think, but you know, like Nintendo's. There's. This is their second generation. Oh yeah, this absolutely. Is what, yeah. You know, Shigeru Miyamoto and Iwata have been, you know, grooming all these years, uh-huh, and all of these uh-huh. great things Nintendo are doing. I think it's just you know people like mm-hmm. us who like grew up with these games. Like, oh my God, they're just saying, all right. Thank take you over. for giving us the keys. Yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. set. They we're gonna head we'll over to the new generations. Yeah. So it's really good to see like the passing of the torch of like, mm-hmm. hey, I've been working under you. You've been grooming and me. You've been you know mentoring. I think it's such an exception in the industry to, to think, I think about that's gonna be the next generation and plan mm-hmm. for it properly. Sorry. I think that's but. gonna be a good stepping stone for them because now you mm-hmm. have these younger people in here who are more in touch with the younger generations yeah. know what they're looking for in a game, but yeah. they were groomed by the previous generation yeah. who understand where gaming came from. So it's like this joining of like two mentalities, which I think could be really interesting and hopefully. Yeah. And, and this new generation good. is a bit more formal sometimes in their mm-hmm. training and their studying and mm-hmm. stuff. Whereas like you have some people like uh, Kojima who's turned into like a pretty amazing designer director. Um, but like, the dude started just doing like random audio shit for Konami, like during an era mm-hmm. when there was no game design practice. Yeah. yeah. So. It's but one could say the same thing about Tetsuya Nomura. Like it was mm-hmm. like evident in there. Charlie was just like, yeah, I was just like the art guy on FF7, and now right. I'm heading game. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah, it definitely seems interesting. I think that with Ghostwire, what we've basically got is that HBO show. Uh, that what was it called the. Oh, God, where all the people disappeared, right? Uh, uh, the Leftovers. The Leftovers. Yeah. It feels like that, except there will also be like seemingly some kind of demon component to this where you're going to be fighting some shit because like, we had some sheets. I just love, I love seeing new IPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like seeing that new is, IPs. That is good. That is nice. Um, yeah. Because that's like you have the freedom to run with something that's mm-hmm. not been mm-hmm. done before. Mm. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so, does anybody part of know my anything? Excitement is just I haven't seen this before. <laughs> does anybody nice. know anything about the Elder Scrolls Blades? All I know is people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free-to-play Elder Scrolls game. It plays like okay. I'm gonna. Say, I played a little bit of Blades, not a lot, like mm. an hour or two. But what I will say about the basic combat is that uh, it. Like, if people are shitting on the combat for this game, then they can't pretend to like the combat in regular Elder Scrolls games. <laughs> frankly. I agree with that. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just as you stand there, I block you, then I hit you, like, kind of flow to it. Uh, and then it's a little bit more stilted on mobile, admittedly, but, like, not drastically different. That's yeah. why uh, I, and it's in line with all I've said about Elder Scrolls games in the past, is that uh, they're shallow. 
A little bit. Yeah. They're good, like, face value, choose your own adventure kind of situation. A good, and this is a good place for me to transition into me just shitting on Todd Howard for a bit. So, <laughs> so I genuinely think that Bethesda gets away with shit. As like for as far as their community is concerned, that no one else gets away with, and I think that this is a fantastic example of it. At least in terms of like the some of what I've seen people react to um, the Fallout seventy six crap. Well, he admitted that there was just criticism. Sure, but here's the thing. But he did in that douchey Todd the Howard dude's, way. The dude's also on record as saying we knew that seventy six would rate poorly on Metacritic when it was released. And, like, he made it sound all fancy, but effectively what he was saying is, we knew this game was unfinished. And now they have the fucking mm. balls, frankly, to come to E3 and be like, hey, guys, we heard you. Now Fallout 76 is going to have human NPCs again, and there's going to be, like, a story again. And it's just like, too little, too oh, late. I see. This is, like, what you sold us early access. Now it'll be, it'll feel more in line with a standard, you know, uh, Fallout game. It'll have a story. It'll have human NPCs. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Th- to to to, yeah, to step out on like... stage and pretend like this is an expansion that like we're giving mm-hmm. away for free because we're fucking benevolent, as opposed to we put out a we game sorry. that betrayed expectations, <laughs> and now we're like like it just it was the wrong place. It was the wrong tone. And I really think that mm. Bethesda gets away with more shit than anyone else. I agree, and I think that's because of the yeah. pedigree they had in the past with Somewhat. things like Skyrim and mm-hmm. Fallout 3 it, and bringing those franchises back. It was to, to me. Because like, the amount they charge for the early access stuff, and then to feel like what you're getting early access to is an unfinished game, because mm-hmm. that's especially how it feels after that announcement. Mm. Like, So you just sold me an unfinished game. And now you want me to we, applaud you finishing it? We got your 50 bucks a year in advance. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then, okay. And then to, like, to, to just throw a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, whipped cream on the turd sandwich, like, yeah. then they go, here comes nuclear winter mode, we're doing Battle Royale, Battle and Royale. it looks stupid. Like, the combat in, in Fallout has never been such that it would lend itself well to yeah. Battle Royale. I don't really get it. That's not to say that they couldn't come out with their own flavor of it that looks fun, but what they've showed tries to basically make it look like Fortnite, which makes no fucking sense. And my favorite thing about this is, like, when you're talking about Fortnite, when you're talking about some of these other games, like, you can come up with whatever excuse to be, like, here's a circle and it's enclosing and we're goofy or whatever. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does it, like, Fallout is, you know, used to actually be a serious universe, even if it was, like, goofy sometimes, yeah. with, like, self-contained logic and all this kind of shit. How the hell are you going to justify and explain that there is a circle that is enclosing, like, it's a reverse explosion and everything outside of this, this like, hemisphere that you have to, like, move into is a nuclear fire that will go away when you win or something. It's just stupid. It's just dumb. They could have done They're hand-fisting the, the mechanics of existing Battle Royale games, just figuring out the laziest way to map it onto Fallout logic, sure, nuclear blast or something. But then it's the, just, oh, the, the so Fallout universe... Le- universe. And they had the universe. 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 <laughs> lends itself to that idea of a shield, but the shield's losing power, so you gotta... Like, well, come so, on. So All here's right, so what's frustrating. Two seconds to come up with a better excuse. Well, and 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 I'll give you another one that's even better or, or whatever. Better, or, better. In Fallout New Vegas, there's We're a roll today, guys. There's a better the universe. Big MT, which was basically uh, a valley inside a mountain range, yeah. where a bunch of scientists were turned into AIs to try and find a solution to an environmental apocalypse. 
and they've been spending decades just arguing amongst each other and not accomplishing <laughs> anything. So as the player, you go in and try, like, you just want to get out. Uh-huh. So you almost don't care what they decide to do as long as they open the damn door so you can get out of there mm-hmm. again, right? But, of course, they do, the, like, the worst possible thing no matter what you do. So, like, <laughs> uh, skeletons reanimate and start attacking you and, like, crazy alien bug things. And it's all very campy sci-fi. It's hilarious. Like, why don't we just resurrect that area? Because it was already pretty funny. You can Ooh. even rip entirely off of the Hunger Games and still make and it work in the following You can have, like, AIs universe. talking to you in the background and it'll be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it just, like, at this point projects that Todd Howard is attached to. This is the pattern that I'm seeing. And maybe I'm ripping too hard on one individual dude, per se, but the projects he's attached to seem to basically be Bethesda going, we can get away with murder, apparently, as far as our fans and the community are concerned. How can we print money? And, mm-hmm. like, at, at this point, it's just like, oh, Elder Scrolls Five or whatever the fuck number we're up to is in development. I give zero shits. Yeah. Just ab- I give negative shits. So, anyway, I'm done ranting about it. Yeah, like, like, Howard, I would actively not want to work for this guy. Like, you, mess, uh, you mess up good properties, yeah. man. Also, they, uh, <laughs> they, sued, they sued the guys who made, you know, the Westworld game that we liked. So uh, also yeah. fuck them for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, do- I'm, I'm done with uh, Bethesda. Me too, me too, me too. I just think I need to play the Wolfenstein games because I've heard good things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, that's some classic stuff right there. Well, because uh-huh. the, the new one... The, the reboot of the series came out and that was really good and then yeah they had two of them with Blazinski and, uh, uh, what was the second one called uh, New Order New Art. no that was the first one I think mm, whatever there's been two there's been two there's and Old an Blood Old New Blood, Blood New Order. Old Blood was that like mini the, one that was like 20 bucks or something right and then Young Blood is the new one yeah. Yeah, Young Blood's a new one where you're playing as And Cyberpilot is a VR. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's a continuation. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. never into... I enjoy listening about Wolfenstein. I listen to a whole, like, spoiler cast, and I think the whole lore and everything is interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. should probably watch yeah. someone play it, but I, I just don't think the game is for me. That's and fine. then yeah, they have a yeah, VR game coming playing, out called... And they're going to have co-op as part of it. You're playing mm. as his two daughters trying to, like, find him or something. I can't remember precisely. Maybe I might play and it. And there's a, a VR one coming out called Cyberpilot. campaign co-op? Sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Campaign <laughs> co-op. There's a, there's a VR coming I out called so. Cyberpilot. Yes. Gotcha. So that's, a, no, that's another Wolfenstein. Okay. Maybe I, you I can get me into playing into it. If it is, I mean, just, you know, I told you about, like, first-person shooters and, like, how oh, just yeah. in, in general sure. my sort of... It's oh, what and that's And that's been my thing, too. But every once Let's in a while, there's, together, like, a golden Stacey. era of first-person shooters <laughs> that even if you're not big on it, it's worth yeah. your time picking it up. Maybe you're not going to play it on super hard mode like these guys yeah. over here, but... I forced uh, my way through the Bioshock. Yeah. No, I enjoy I enjoyed the Bioshock, but it was definitely yeah. not. I enjoyed my the genre. first half of the sure. first Bioshock, and I enjoyed Bioshock. I feel the same it. way about Bioshock mm. too. It's mm. like not my usual genre, but the stories are. Yeah, two was great. It just came out too soon. Mm. I, I genuinely yeah. think that the reason that sure. Bioshock Two was under reviewed, in my opinion, is that people there wasn't enough space. like there wasn't enough space between the two. It was great. It was, it was definitely an underrated story. Game from what I've read. Mm. It had its own like philosophy that was interesting. Only liked it because it was about socialism. That was part of it. <laughs> well, and there's plenty of room to explore more of this kind of like. So uh, cool. we're, we're not going to talk about a lot on Square Enix because a lot of that stuff's already out. And I feel like we shouldn't credit them for coming over here with like. Just ports of shit. Yeah. Let's just, let's just like laundry well, list it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Romancing Sisterhaga 3, The Last Remnant Remastered, yeah. Trials of Mana, Collection of Mana. Final, Final, Eight, Final Fantasy XIV Shadow Bring- Shadowbringers. Well, that's an expansion. That's genuinely new yeah, shit. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's still Final Fantasy XIV. 
Some people really mm. like that game. Yeah. I understand that, and that's great, but it's out already. <laughs> He's like, I understand that, it's great. Shit. I really uh, don't. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remade I, for I, I'm Switch and PS4 and mobile. I remember having a lot of fun playing Crystal Chronicles mm. with my uh, cousins. Yeah, it was just unfortunate that it was on yeah. the fucking weird uh, like Game, Game Boy Advance Ad plus yeah. GameCube yeah. bullshit. I played with my brother, but I it'll, like, it'll work like better on the, Switch. Um, I'd like and mobile. utter, utter, utter commitment to co-op. To I remember yep. being the yep. lazy cousin and just wanting to carry around the crystal to make space. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, like, I, that me- I feel that people can um, enjoy that mechanic now. Yeah. I think like it was a little bit too early then. And people yeah, I think that's true. Thing. It's yeah. kind of like the early Game Boy games where it was like Link Cable was just, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I like the way the Final Fantasy VII Remake combat, combat looks. That does yeah. look interesting. Uh, because I'm glad they're finally making it like that sort of Final Fantasy 15 style combat. But it still has that element of the slowdown. Z- yeah, I like. It's been compared to Xenoblade Chronicles more. So the thing, the yeah, thing that I, see I that. it gives me some confidence. That's why you want to play Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Mm. It gives me some confidence what they've shown that it'll actually be uh, better than 15's combat. Which I didn't love 15's combat. I thought that 15 often devolved into if my levels are high enough, I just don't have much that I need to do other than just hit attack. If my levels are too low or a little bit like under, then occasionally I need to run away and spam potions. And then uh, if my level is like too low enough, I shouldn't even try. Sometimes you just need to hang from a rock. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But like, yes. it didn't feel it didn't feel tactically interesting to me <laughs> for fifteen. Uh, I think a decent indicator that they're solving that with this with the FF seven remake is mm-hmm. that you use basic attacks to build up. The, the ATB, ATB charges, and then that's the only time that you can actually like do some more powerful things, yeah. like some special skills, use magic, use potions. Mm-hmm. So that actually creates a feel of like it's real time. There's some urgency. You gotta like dodge things. I'm I'm sure yeah. and things like that in real time, which is good and fun. But it's actually mostly like it still has that tactical layer where you have to think about how to expend yeah. these ATB meters. My, so minus the I'm hopeful. Of the boss hopeful. battle, I thought it was actually a really good presented demo. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Although that that boss battle seems a little bit <laughs> extra, too long. like yeah. too fucking long. Like, yeah, they like had, that fight they, wasn't that long in the first game. No in, way. In the original had, game. Well, so. remember they're blowing out Midgar to be a full game. Yep, totally. Yeah. So we have to remind ourselves that this is going to be a marquee boss battle. I look forward to seeing how long Knights of the Round takes. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? I was. Th- I think everybody was thinking. If that. there's no skip button for Knights give of the Round, give me my sixty dollars yeah. back. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's going to be... Because that was already be long. Blowout. Nights Around was genuinely, I'm going to go grab a drink. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's genuinely. That's going to be a blowout when like the a next two minute one fucking... comes out, when summons are introduced. They're just yeah. going to be like, well, how is Right, because you never, in the classic one, you didn't even get summons, I feel like, you got while you were in Midgar. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went to that, yeah, your first, you went to that shrine uh-huh. and you found it there. Your first summon is, is when you're... Uh, is it different? Yeah, yeah right before you go on to railroad tracks, if I remember correctly. Yep. But, um, yeah, yeah really the, what we saw from the remake looks good. Yeah. I will give them that. Uh, oh, that's, that's stop screen when you do get into ATB and it, the freeze frame. Uh-huh. It looks oh, good. So you know good. what game I really Although liked? they, like, milked that a little bit too much with the presenter going, like, I could look at this all day, Nomura-san. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> you know what game I really liked? Uh, Crisis Core. On the yeah. PSP. Crisis yeah. Core was good. I think that it had a, an unfortunate difficulty problem, but I'm a stickler for this too, kind of shit. Too difficult? Uh, so both of the difficulties mm. didn't feel great. So normal felt like mash buttons, whatever. 
And it was still kind of fun if you're yeah. into that, but like I get a little bored with action games way easier, I think, than most people. Yeah. And then when you play on hard, there's especially a couple bosses here and there where it's just like, this is bullshit. And then the worst thing was that you couldn't really switch. Yeah. So mm. yeah. that sucks. Um, um, you must I, be able I to switch difficulties mid game. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of things I've heard um, this week. Um, one, you can change, you could change stances. Oh, you're still talking about seven. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. You could okay. change stances. Oh, that's cloud. Um, there's going to be an emphasis on switching. Like the, I don't know if you guys felt the same way that I did, but the, it looks very action heavy. Like I like that you have to change characters. I didn't in order to do. I like this, the changing yes. characters is exciting. That I think Tifa that was, was I like so the banter. Popular. People complained about it, but I like the banter. I think that was just a random thing where just, they haven't showed Tifa yet, and they so showed they Tifa just, and people just. I thought went that was awkward wild. too. That was weird. I was like, they hadn't showed her fight at all, so I think maybe some people were like somehow suspicious that they like weren't I developing think her I think at all. Or something. I think it's less of that and more of they've teased this game. Four times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. you've only seen Cloud and Barrett. Right. And everybody's right. just like, and you've even you've seen all major characters except Tifa. Right, right. Because right. you've even seen Eris and you know mm -hmm. she's there, even not battle, but you're just like, where's Tifa at you all? Remember Advent mm -hmm. Children? I did. Oh, of course. I love that movie. <laughs> you was, do? Yeah, I think it's pretty fucking great. Like, I can't think of any other. Uh, there, there are very maybe like hot fuzz like I can't think of many movies that have an over half hour action sequence and it fucking works. Yeah. Like the mm. last, I think. Half hour to forty minutes, if not, like of okay. Advent Children, is one big action scene, and it's just like I love all of it. Like it yeah. doesn't feel like it gets old. It's fucking great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I wanted to touch on with Seven that I, that I do think is worth calling out that I do like is there's a few lines here and there, particularly with Tifa at the bar with Cloud, basically saying like I'm having second thoughts about this whole thing. Where I'm like, good. Th this is this is the kind of tone. This is the kind of thing that I want them to explore if they're going to expand on Midgar, yeah. which is basically like we are terrorists. Yeah. And, and Tifa having this moment of just like, I'm not sure if we're doing the right thing kind of shit. Like, yeah. that's good. That's a good fodder yeah. for, for Cloud mm. to play off with his whole attitude of just like, I'm just getting, trying also, to get fucking paid. Um, and Barrett with his whole like, burn it all down. Egg and chips. Egg and chips? What egg the and fuck chips. About? The bar. What? Egg and chips. Is that what it was called? No, well, remember. that's what they sold, egg and chips. Oh, sure. <laughs> you never had egg and chips before? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think anybody here has had egg and chips. Oh, okay, that's a joke. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I like that. I like yeah. um, they have a few shots with uh, with Jesse and Cloud, mm -hmm. kind of like where she's just like, hey, take this material for saving my life kind of thing, because uh, Biggs Wedge and Jesse in the original game, you know, they basically spoiler alert i guess mm -hmm. get killed off in the first what five hours of the game so before if, you leave midgar yeah yeah, so, yeah. i mean yeah. it's like the maybe halfway through midgar or something yeah. right and like if this is going to be expanded out into a whole game like while you're in midgar that that you i could i really want them to build, build on those characters yeah. so that that is actually like more tragic than it was yeah. necessarily back in the i mean i also remember original. like you know the first disc of final fantasy was all of midgar and mm -hmm. that and I think like great. all of us who played Final Fantasy VII was just like, oh my god, this is the end of the game. Insert disc two, and you're like, right. wait, you're like, what? And like this the... could have been a full game by and here's itself. Here's a funny thing. Like, uh, it's, it, there's also a really interesting tonal shift that happens, and I don't know. I, and, and there are some quotes on record where like they don't know how they're going to handle outside Midgar, which is part of, I imagine, why they're just focusing on Midgar for this first yeah. game that they're putting out. Yeah. Because yeah. you have this interesting like sci-fi futuristic city that you're in for the all of disc one. And then you kind of go into like traditional RPG territory when you leave, and now you're That's in like these true. medieval towns, yeah. and it's just it's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. And I hope that they do something a bit more creative because I think that 
uh, or a little different with the with the aesthetic for those other parts of the world because I don't think that we're gonna have the same tolerance absolutely right for that kind of weird um, uh, juxtaposition of of styles yeah. it, it won't feel like as much of a cohesive world if they yeah. don't really think through that so it's cool that they're focusing yeah. on Midgar for now yeah you're absolutely I'm just, I'm thinking like Cosmo Canyon mm-hmm. the other the other place I guess you would argue was technologically advanced was Golden uh, Saucer because even there was Golden Saucer Sid's and then there was the city Juno even Sid's Town where there were like old school houses and then a rocket a fucking rocket and it's like, just like what wait what yeah <laughs> they could pull it off but it seems odd it seems odd well I mean what there's also that I mean what would you call that um, that type of genre like Ugh, medieval, medieval future or something like that. Or, uh, well, it's 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 sort of in line with traditional fantasy, right? Like traditional fantasy is very medieval inspired, but they also have airships for some fucking reason. Like we yeah. figured that one out, I guess. It's uh, like it's like Full Metal Alchemist, or or, yeah. or the thing happens is just like future uh, fantasy, future fantasy, yes, mm-hmm. where we had science and they had magic, right? But if you think of everything we've seen from Final Fantasy in the last while, it 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 kind of I think abandoned a lot of that medieval type stuff. I think that even mm. with uh, Crisis Core, they didn't have too many places that felt that way. A lot of the right. the battles and the missions you were doing were was, like in these factory type yeah. locations and all this yeah. stuff. Juno was expanded upon. Is that the right name of the town? No, Juno. Sh- Juno. And, um, it was a Nibel- Juno Cannon, I think, or something like that. Wasn't it Nibelheim? There was definitely Nibelheim was where Cloud was from, but I'm thinking yeah. of what's that city where the where it has a giant cannon that shoots the weapon. Ugh, I don't the remember. Game. Probably I think it was Juno. Juno. Oh anyway, yeah, the the seaside town. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, Advent Children. Like we we're, we pretty much stay in Midgar the whole time. Um, I, I think they have some some choices to make there, and like I said, there's some quotes where they're basically like, "We don't know what we're doing with the <laughs> after and, Midgar." In kind of a so. way, I think that's inspiring the sense of saying like. We're doing what we know is going to be good and we can focus on. It's Final Fantasy VII is a huge game, Mm -hmm. and let's see how this works out first. That said, please don't make twenty games and have this take fifty years. A lot of people are saying they might they might make it three or four discs, sort of like the real game, and they're Mm -hmm. like clear breaks. They're like the end of Midgar, where then where that big thing happens, which Mm -hmm. will not be spoiled, and then probably after that big thing. It should be like three discs. We'll see. Actually, it was three discs. I had the yeah, PC the version, game. so I had four discs. Oh, I had that too, actually. Okay. But, um, so maybe it might be three discs. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not worried about that yeah. per se. But what I will say in terms of speed of development is with this first one, uh, it'll, it'll obviously take longer because they're nailing down what they want the combat to feel like and, and create that, right? And then I think from there, it's still going to take a while, but they can focus on nailing the story and nailing new environments and, and the aesthetics of those places. Uh, so hopefully, yeah. after this first one comes out, we'll be waiting maybe two years for the next one. That's my hope. Because yeah. if this becomes fucking Kingdom Hearts levels of oh hilarious God. in terms of oh. we're just waiting for the next one, Love that, that will annoy the hell out Sick of me. Fan. Yeah. Thanks. So, Ubisoft. anyway. We talked enough about that say. shit. One is, <laughs> Ubisoft has crept up to being as, like one of my favorite companies. So, oh, I've loved them since the... I've loved them since GameCube Prince of Persia. Did you guys? I, I was like, these guys are on point. They had Beyond Good and Evil yeah. around that era. They had mm-hmm. the Prince of Persia. They had I can't remember all of them, but I remember thinking way back there in the GameCube mm-hmm. era, I was like, Ubisoft is on point. Once they let go of worrying too much about Assassin's Creed every year, yeah, I think they've come back up yeah. for me. Mm. So and also guys, establish their identity as like yeah. what they want games as a service to be. 
for their franchises. Right. And so I'm also splinters that was out. Dive right into Watch Dogs Legion. Because I really need to see the full gameplay trailer, but the, I've heard it of it. The moment, the moment they played as the 70-year-old lady. That was fucking And hilarious. she was just, like, kicking people in the shin and With the fucking music and playing. Them. Yeah. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. And, and she, like, she goes to park over a, a, parkour over a rail. And, and she she's just like, oh, like, my God. Because she's old. She just, like, <laughs> takes, like, a full two and a half seconds yeah. to yeah. go over And then she goes up to this one guy. She just kicks him in the shin. And he, like, and then she, like, tases him. And I'm just like, it's perfect. I love it. There was many things that I really liked about yeah. uh, the Watch Dogs Legion Quick aside, uh, yeah, there's about 18 classes, by the way. There's yeah. not like six, there's like 18. So they're showing during the, um, I'm sorry, they're showing during the uh, the presentation the guy who's looking, they're like, oh, we need a drone expert, right? Right. And then like through the thing, I'm like, oh, this guy, he's just like part of the story, he'll be there. And then he dies and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is going to make it even better mm-hmm. because now you have the risk of losing characters you've mm-hmm. liked or the one you play as most. Like yeah. that level of it, you have to protect them. They even went deep as to say that if you let that person die and you find a connection, say like he had a girlfriend, mm. then that girlfriend will trust you less and you can maybe recruit her. But That's then you'd have cool. to, but you'd have to earn back her trust. Her trust. Right. So you literally, and because they say you, people are, they're not actually set with dead sec yet. Depending right. on their loyalty levels, you might have to do something for them yeah. or do something out in the world for them to sort of come to your side. Watching watching the Legion stuff actually made me re-download Watch Dogs too. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Same <laughs> thing. I didn't actually go back and play it just yet, but I was like, I'm, "Ooh, I'm I want to really, finish Watch Dogs too." Because I, I know you said good things. Generation. I think I'll just tune down the difficulty and just enjoy yeah. the ride. Mm. I, when I think of this last generation, like I re- there's a there's a really nice spot that Watch, Watch, Watch Dogs too. So pr- primarily because. Primarily because, like, the huge tonal shift and, like, a successful tonal shift mm. of, like, how... Let's stop with this gritty this nonsense gritty, and bullshit. Yeah. Like, it, it's done. The and world is still, already gritty. And from what you said, like, <laughs> it, they still have a decent turn in the story where things get serious, yeah, but they don't but abandon still, the... Yeah. So my problem with Watch Dogs kinda. 2 is it presented me the option of a non-lethal route, and because that's always more difficult... It was difficult, half-baked. It was yeah. more difficult to accomplish because... The enemies like they'll sleep for a little bit, but like if you're in a jam, you like have to constantly knock them out again. Yeah, like I don't like that, but I also yeah. don't want to be resorting to using my gun to kill people just because it's a problem in that moment that I just can't get out of that loop. Yeah, no, we talked well, about this a little well, bit. No, no, the no, the so stealth options were a little bit like you you unlock all the stealth options you're basically going to get early on in the game, and then. Yeah, a lot of like your progression from that point forward it's is like you unlock the new gun, yeah. like that you can go 3D print. It's like, but I don't want to like kill yeah. random security guards. Yeah, but, <laughs> but when it, to your point, and I actually forgot about that. Remember, you they only woke up if you used the trank, th- the shock thing. The sh- the if you had gun. meleeed or stun gun them, they, they stay, stay down. down. But if you use anything else, that's probably what you were. Talking, I just remembered now. But I, I mean, me and, and our friend Mario, we only use non stealth, and we didn't really find it that difficult. But I guess you guys non-lethal said, like, or non-stealth. No, I just I just me, also try to play everything on super hard first. But um, but you guys, I mean, I get, I understand like the. It still has the lack of depth. Like yeah. you know, you're not. It, it felt like a second class citizen yeah. as far as the design of the game goes, yeah. like the stealth options. So, so I, I hope really, that they lean more into that. For I me haven't too. even really outfitted the character with any guns. So when I get into those situations, mm-hmm. I'm just like, all I have is this yeah. this stun gun thing yeah, and yeah, the stun gun and the thing, and I'm like, they're shooting real bullets at me. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, but uh. To go back to Legion, there's there's quite a few things I liked about the way they presented this. So probably the number one thing is 
This is a game not about individuals. This yeah. is a game about a resistance, about a movement, about a collection of characters. The yeah. closest analog I can think of is actually the State of Decay games, where yeah. in the State of Decay games, yeah, yeah. you actually start off as like a particular character, but that character can die at any time. Mm-hmm. And it's really the story of this community of survivors, whoever yes. you choose to kind of focus on and whatnot. But that game, you know, the State of Decay games are relatively low-key as far as production values goes. Right. Mm-hmm. And State of Decay 2 was, to some people, a little disappointing to see Ubisoft with a property like Watch Dogs, which I guess we can... Yeah, that's AAA. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, to, to tackle that kind of a, a design is very exciting for me, where it's like, it's your own story. This little thing you were just saying about how someone dies and their girlfriend character is in the world, that you might be able to recruit her, but she might not like you. I love that kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Total, totally kind of procedural, emergent, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. like creating your own story with these characters. Um, I think I, with one of the things that's nice about having more production values is that I expect they'll have more voices for all these things. Because they'll de- definitely... So they talked about the technology for that. They said okay. that there is voices, but with mo- voice modulation mm. technology, it's actually... Uh, Significantly, a lot of similar. They sound very different. Uh, no, no, no. They're the same yeah, voice actor, but they sound yeah, very, very different. That's very cool. Yeah. So you that's just, I guess that makes, you just have like voice actors for the various accents and things like that, mm-hmm. and people recording similar lines but in different ways for the that's different contexts. And then you're able yeah. to just vary it up using software yeah, and that kind that, of stuff. That's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean by that kind of production values. Where in State of Decay, you definitely had situations where you had two characters who were the same actor talking to each other, and it was just like. Their models are a little different, and they have different names, and they have different stats and stuff, but it's the same voice actor. It's kind of goofy. It's kind of funny. Because they didn't have, you know, access, per se, or time to to implement that kind of technology. So that's really exciting to have someone else do any kind of game like that, never mind doing a AAA kind of thing. But another thing that I really liked about the presentation... They really seem to be leaning into the political angle of this. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised for something like E3, which so much of it is just this like advertising kind of thing. In this presentation, they were like, "This is post Brexit. This yeah. is about mm-hmm. an authoritarian state. This is about a resistance to police." Like yep. mm-hmm. that is. I, I know that that was like kind of part of the Watchdog games and a part of a lot of games in that, that you have this open world thing where it's like you have to run away from the cops. But the the context here was very explicitly like these are oppressive police that we are rebelling against that's a little surprising i hope that they really in the final story like don't just kind of skirt back off from that or just like skirt around that a little bit and they actually do something that leans a bit more politically and just from the way they presented it i think they will yeah and and i want to hop in here i've been pretty quiet for a while because on some level just the consumer bs like i tune out (laughs) like e3 i've been tuning out of this for years so i'm like along with the ride for you guys but here's a moment we're like oh substance that's what that feels like. Right. You know, totally. seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad that that's what it takes to and jar you out of this sort of complacency. And the synergy between those two things. Yeah. Having a politically fueled kind of from like the near future headlines of, of, of London kind of context mm-hmm. and the fact that you're playing as the resistance, you're not playing as any individual heroes. That is really good. The synergy between those two things. Because yeah. I personally do think that it's a bad cultural meme to say that we will solve these, we will solve societal problems by waiting for our hero. I don't like that. So this is really cool to see this mixture of things. And then the last bit that I'll say about uh, Legion that I think is uh, cool is that the gameplay that we focused on, it showed some combat, it showed some of the like stun gun type stuff and, and whatnot, but it 
the, the way it worked with like the drones and stuff, I think we might be leaning more into the hacking. I think we might be like less on, well, on that kind of remember, stuff. Remember, we'll the class we don't, they only show they only right, show it depends six on the classes. classes. They're supposed to be about eighteen, so yeah. who knows what? Mm. Well, who knows the variation of yeah. gameplay types? Who knows Hopefully if maybe... I mean, they, I love the old lady, like, basically being very immobile. She's probably going to have to rely on her gadgets a shitload. Yeah. yeah. I think somebody said, oh, I'm going to play the whole game as, and as, as I guess, an uh, <laughs> older person type. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they said, you, you, it's going to be trouble. very, very, very difficult. Yeah, I'm sure. You can, but they're like, they, we really didn't design the game like this. Yeah. Like, again, of like having this one hero. Like, exactly. To understand, exactly. Like, the resistance. you got to rely on everyone's yeah, strengths. Isn't I love person. that. And then the last thing I'll say that was just like a cute moment. And 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 again, like the speaker who was presenting the game really seemed excited in, in a way that was genuine and I liked it. Was at one point when he was talking about the various classes and he introduced like the the hacker old lady type, he made a like pretty cool historical uh, call out where he was just like these women were the original fucking hackers and he actually like let an yeah. F bomb slip and it, like it, it felt like this genuine moment where like yeah. this guy gives a shit about that history yeah. and it's yeah. part of their game. Right. So that's yeah. cool. That's a cool indicator. Mm-hmm. So I am more excited about Legion than I expected to be. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope it's definitely I hope, got me back into Watch Dogs too. Yeah. So. I hope that um you dig into Watch Dogs too, and we could talk about. I it hope to. I really really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Did you guys play Roller Champions? It's PC, and I, know I did it was not. Free, so I thought you guys would have dug into it. Nah, I didn't it jump looks, into it, it just yet. It looks really cool. If you have time this week, jump into it. So and let me know. So how you were a fan of Wildland, so I'm curious to see what you feel about Breakpoint. Yeah, so what they've shown from Breakpoint is not enough gameplay for me to comment on my biggest concerns in their evolution from Wildlands, which is that Wildlands often relied on hit-scanny enemies that had fairly unrealistic feeling accuracy, and, right. uh, and I think they need to improve on that to make it feel a lot better. Um, but they do showcase some things that are not like unheard of things you can do in... Uh, in Wildlands, like the little bit where they're driving along the mountain and the drones are kind of pursuing them. So they put a bomb on their car and then they all jump, jump out. Like you could totally do shit like that in Wildlands. Right. Um, it's just that you have to, it's not going to happen super often organically. So mm-hmm. they do need to build up their fundamentals. What I do think is nice is that one of my problems with Wildlands was the whole like taking down the cartel shit was just not appropriate in a lot of, like it felt inappropriate in a lot of ways. Not to say that they, mm-hmm. Spent no time trying to have some nuance to the story, but I actually think that the structural foundations of an open world game kind of betray that to begin with, especially when you're throwing the co-op into where it's too easy to play Wildlands and just kind of be like, I'm American hero, jingoistically going into South American country to like, you know, kill all the dudes who speak in Spanish. Right. And that makes me feel weird. And so in this one, the setup is pretty cool. It's basically Elon Musk becomes a supervillain on his own private island <laughs> after inventing like automation technology. And then maybe uh, it actually has nothing to do with the guy who runs it. I think it might, but uh, it might not have anything to do with that. It might actually just be that this character who's played by John Bernthal is actually coming in and like taking the place over. Um, and they showed like a nice little clip with his character saying some things that make me that make me hopeful that they'll actually take this story in a direction which is basically unofficial uh, Metal Gear Five territory, which is to say during during his um, during the trailer where they kind of showcase his performance, he says things to his troops such as um, "We're going up against ghosts, the people that we used to be," and there's brotherhood there, but then there's what the world needs, and they still serve the machine that we used to. And I kind of like 
like that that keys into me that he might be this character who basically feels betrayed by the political machinations that forced him and his brothers to do shit that they didn't, you know, to, to get them killed. And then he's like, no, we need to found our own little independent thing and we're starting here on this island, which is a nice morally uh, ambiguous territory for the story to take place in. So I like that. Those, it's an absolute step up from let's go dismantle the cartel, in my mind. Yeah. And, uh, but we do need to see more gameplay in order for me to know whether this is addressing some of those uh, gameplay concerns that Wildlands kind of suffered from. Where there's just some bullshit moments where it's just like, I'm flying away on a helicopter. How are you hitting me? Like, <laughs> yeah, so. true. Um, I think that's it for Ubisoft. I don't think there was anything else that was true. Legion, that was, Legion was the big standout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sega. Sega. So I don't know if you guys are excited, but uh, I was a Fantasy Star Online fan. Um, so I'm actually kind of excited that Fantasy Star Online we're finally getting to play it. Yeah, know? I did actually play that on the Dreamcast with the freaking modem. Uh, I played the. I <laughs> oh, played no, sorry, PSU. PSU. I played PSU on the That's Xbox. What I uh, oh, you did play it on the Xbox? Uh, no, no, no. I, I think I played on PS2. Okay, I played... PSU wasn't... Yeah, PSU was different from PSU. Yeah, yep. yeah, it wasn't the greatest game, but it was my introduction to Fantasy Star, and I like I like the franchise now, so mm. I'm curious to see what PSO is, like, playing the Fantasy Star online, too, but now I have to get an Xbox one. <laughs> so, I, did they do a release date for that one? Or I'm not familiar. I don't it's, know. I mean, it's already functioning online. The They only just have to sort of translate it because it was a Japan only. Mm. So, I wonder what else needs to be done. Okay. Um, they went over this Sega Genesis mini console, if anybody. And Panzer Dragoon Remake is coming to Nintendo Switch. Yay-ish. Uh, yeah. Yay-ish. Um, nothing, nothing too exciting about that. I have nothing to say about any of these. I have nothing to say about uh, any of these. Actually, no, sorry. I will say something about that, which is that them actually doing an RPG after so many fucking fighting games. Yeah. Like, thank you for at least switching up the genre significantly. Yeah. Maybe Man of Me, Dan. Just because oh, yeah. I like the... Uh, I liked Until Dawn. Yeah. And um, Rad which was the uh, t- um, Double Fine game, where you get like a, so it's, it's like a isometric, sort of looks like Death Spank, and you get like um, mutations. Oh, you get mutations? Um, that looks interesting. I'm surprised that Elden Ring isn't under Namco Bandai. I thought it was. It's uh, uh, Namco from Bandai. software. Yeah, but usually, oh, you know the uh, publisher? Uh, no, but I know that they did it in partnership with George R.R. Martin. Yeah, mm. right. I thought um, Namco, which is why he hasn't released that book. I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that people are so aggravated. Maybe I don't it know. wasn't confirmed, but Namco usually does from software stuff. If it's not Sony, usually. Or they, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's they're not, independent. I but I mean, when you look back after Sony, it's been maybe like it's Sony, them trying to just break the from Namco that. Bandai, Sony, the Namco Bandai. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, I don't know. I, people were reacting really well to Elden Ring. I don't know what it's we don't about. We don't know shit about it's, it yet. It's a, um, they were CG excited trailer. for some yeah. thing. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm a so, huge Souls fan, but uh, CG trailer. I'm excited for Dying Light 2. Yeah. Although I'm disappointed that they just showed the same shit that they showed before. Yeah. Like there was there no wasn't big anything new Dying Light Two whatsoever. But I just liked Dying Light, yeah. and I liked the following. Yeah, I'm just as excited as before. It was just kind of a letdown for them to basically show the same trailer as though like we should clap again. Like yeah. that was an overarching yeah. thing for me. Was like please clap like, for the thing you already saw. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's half of what I expected was for someone to go please clap. Except they didn't have to because all the yeah. fanboys and uh, and paid paid clappers. If the they audience. hired me, I would have held up the applause <laughs> sign. <laughs> 
I think we should just go and offer to be applause people. Can we yes. be booing people? I know, right? I would, I'd, I'd two, be cool with that. Two more things. <laughs> you can, but you might not get paid. I didn't know if you <laughs> guys uh, catched yeah. up, but uh, two more things. Uh, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance Tactics. Yeah. Anybody? And, um, That's a mouthful. Super, Super Lucky's Tale on the Nintendo Switch. It looks like a cool platformer. Um, I didn't have VR, so I never played it, but I like the look of it. Super I Lucky's Tale was never VR. The original Lucky's Tale was VR, but Super Lucky's Tale was always outside of VR. OS? Yeah. Okay. Well, I downloaded nice Dauntless. You oh, you played it? Yeah. How was it? Monster Hunter's better. Monster Hunter's better, <laughs> but this, I think... For a free-to-play game. For a free-to-play game is is a Impressive. nice breath of fresh air. Gotcha. Okay. Something. So, I mean, we should try it. Yeah. Um, it's I'm Well, like I said, I'm moving, so once my life is settled, I think the next two weeks, it just still might be like a... Well, in the next two weeks, I'll be playing Formula One 2019, so I can't make that guarantee. Okay. <laughs> so my la- my last bitching about E3 before we before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, the reveal for the new Smash Brothers characters made oh, me yeah. made me laugh. Like the first one was like, here's the Dragon Quest hero. They're like, no one gives a shit about this. No, I'm sorry. That's them You're partnering. Not a Smash fan. That's them partnering with Square Enix. No, I'm saying like, who's gonna who's like a diehard Dragon Quest fan and it's just like, yes, they're gonna be in. Sp- All right, maybe I'm dead yeah. wrong on this, but that I, felt I so. Think, I think you're. I think you're. Oh out my of god, the that felt so dumb. But then I was the one excited that, for that. And right, remember, rem- remember, this is like an age old Japanese like franchise. I know. Final G- but none leveraging. of those main characters ever have personality. In the that's Dragon why Quest they have all, like so like it, that's why they made the right decision. If they just got the guy from eight and was just like here he is, I would have been like you and just been like I don't know. It's, oh, but it's, now I I resonate with the one from seven because that's mm-hmm. the Dragon Quest I played. The guy okay. with the blue bandana and all that stuff. So I'll pick that guy. Sure, but it was just it was like a bunch of <laughs> new sword characters. There's not really any variety. I think the there. sword characters are uninspired. Yeah, they're very yeah, uninspired. Yeah. So I, I hopefully this is the last. Seems sword like that. But I also and then and then Banjo Kazooie was kind of funny. Yeah, but because now the girlfriend yeah, was, now girlfriend good. reviews can't say not you anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they have to take it back. Yeah. But uh, when uh, I thought that the reveal for for Banjo Kazooie was he just, looks cool though. It was it was especially funny though when they did the fucking they trolled you with the duck hunt. That was fucking hilarious. I genuinely. I, was like they're fucking also, with us, right? I feel like, like they, uh. they they cut the real fast. They should have had him like this, and then someone just stomped on him. But they panned the camera up, yeah. So it was just like, all right. But if he had just stomped on him, just like, oh shit. Well, the moment you see, I mean, if you if you're a, this one of these the hardcore, golden, yeah, the golden puzzle piece, puzzle piece. You're like, yeah, you're like no, they can't be trolling us that bad. That's exactly. a dick move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was funny. So overall. Overall, this E3 I think was packed with too much fluff. Fluff, fluff, fluff. Um, and I don't like fluff because then you could have condensed down the whole conference into like a day. Yeah. You know? Well, it was somebody, a waste of time for a lot of that because you were trying to fill the space in your conference yeah. with other stuff when you didn't really have anything to be working on. Yeah, I think yep. there should be some kind of rule like if your stuff's already out on the market or you have no yeah. new content to show. If you're not coming stop. with it, here's what I feel. Why you- I feel like 70% of what was in these conferences that was revealed would have felt more appropriate and less weird, possibly gross at some points where I was just like, really, you want me to like celebrate you for this? Poss- mm-hmm. Like just much better in the context of like E3 after shows yeah. where you just mm-hmm. have like, uh, uh, you know, a good personality from like IGN or one of these other places, sit down with a developer, talk about the game for a bit. Yeah. Even, a even if you're not really ready to show gameplay, just sit down casually don't have like the wooing fans and the big fanfare. Just be like, oh yeah, 
uh, this is coming to this platform. What can you tell us? Like, da da da. Just little interviews. You want a far side chat. You don't want yeah. Yeah. Side I, chat. I, fr- Frankly, I, if I'm not mistaken, the last E3 that, that Sony did, that's what they tried to do. They yeah. tried to actually scale that shit down. They showed a couple games. They tried to have make make it have more of that uh, feel. You know. Do you um, you know what I realized? We did not sit here and shit on Avengers enough. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, we, we didn't, didn't shit even on Avengers talk about it. It was oh, it was missing Holy from the list. It was missing shit. from the list. But also, they trying to be. It slick. didn't look that great. It 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 didn't. <laughs> it looks I was, like a. I was hopeful for it. It looks too, like what a B movie sad. could afford for Avengers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that was actually a, one of the best examples where like the crowd and the people who are paid to woo and clap yeah. were like were like so over the top and so forth. The character design yeah. just looks so. Generic. I don't like the character design. Super boring. They should have at the very least. If you're not gonna, because we've had we spent so much time with yeah. the cinematic universe characters. So if you're gonna go for a photorealistic. Uh, like art direction right. for this game, then you should have switched up the lineup at least yeah. instead of having Tony, Hulk, Thor, and and Black Widow. Yeah. Like, because yeah. th- it's impossible for us to not have that comparison. So that was awkward. But even if we didn't have all that cinematic universe stuff in the way, we just know nothing about this game now. Yeah. Right. Except that there's a slightly interesting narrative setup where shit went really bad for the Avengers. So in the future, like. They have like we're already knee deep as the story begins. We're already knee deep into this like yeah. question where Iron Man is kind of like, are the Avengers good or bad? Which, yeah. But even okay, even in this scenario of just like I'd rather just watch Endgame again, right? You know, yeah. If we're gonna fast travel into the future about after things got messed up. Also, since they're trying to, since this is you know gonna be a live servicey type thing that they're trying to do long term as they introduce new characters and all that stuff, something tells me that story is gonna land on the side of the Avengers are unequivocally bad and let's not think about this ever again. Mm. <laughs> I so, I and then a lot of the issues I have with it, it just it doesn't look good. So it's just I was drawing comparison originally to the last superhero game that came out that was very good was Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything about that was great, even though eh, Peter didn't look I'm like of it, well, Peter didn't l- didn't look like what you expected Peter to look like from a yeah. cinematic standpoint. But Peter had his identity. Yeah, the way these Avengers look, it's just like they were going to get as close as possible to movies without infringing on any like likeness <laughs> rights issues. Yeah, um, and it looks like just stunt doubles are playing the Avengers. <laughs> Captain America looks a little fat, and uh, yeah, I, just, I don't like That's the so design funny. of them. I just don't like the they way they look. They just look incredibly and then generic. The animations mm-hmm. throughout the whole trailer, I'm just like, there's a clunkiness to this. Yeah. That it just doesn't look like it's going to be a smooth. Yeah, I, I like your game. idea of like they should have chosen a different art art direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like you're you're absolutely right. Where like Do we've had these characters for ten plus years, mm-hmm. and like you either get them or you make it distinct enough so that we're not our brain isn't but immediately soaring trying to dist- like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look but like Robert play. Downey. No, right. they look like mobile Chris versions Evans, of them. No. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. But, uh, but, <laughs> but to play devil's advocate for a moment, I can see some things that they're sort of trying with the direction, right? Like they got good voice actors for all these. Oh, yes. they, their voice, voice act- talent. They, that's where their budget. I mean, went. I, right, that's what I follow voice the, actors. I was creaming my fucking jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the Laura. Laura, what's her name? Laura Bailey, Troy Baker, Nolan North, Nolan North, and two other guys. I can't remember their names, but they're really big. Like uh, anime and yeah, game yeah. Yep, uh, yep. guys. So, yeah. so, that's, so that's uh, great. Travis, no. And then they wanted Travis? like 
I can understand Travis going Willingham. with a yes. Mm, Travis Willingham. I can understand going with a with a photorealistic art style because you actually want to showcase their performances. If you're gonna like bring the big budgets out, their voice acting, their facial capture, and all that, I'm fine with that. I think ninety percent of like that could have been averted by going. Let's not go with Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, and Black Widow. Like it's the fucking Marvel universe. You can throw sure. a lot of people in there that would make it feel fresh. And I don't. I'm not enough of a Marvel like fan to have any suggestions off the top of my head but I think that really could have solved things too to just mm. be like let's not focus on exactly those people that we just had decades of cinematic experiences and attachment to and like just pretend to be doing our own thing you know, so this reminds me of the way big movie studios will kind of force hands yeah. to say okay well we have to have an action sequence we have mm-hmm. to have a romance right it's uh, like triangle. we have to have Iron Man right yeah. and that exactly it's like well what's gonna sell let's make sure it has all the characters that people will pay money for mm-hmm. yeah it's very I mean, cynical it's very evident also like in Ultimate Alliance 3 and not that that game is gonna be bad but like in Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 um what's her name um Guardians of the Galaxy Gamora all these other, Gamora, Gamora. All these other mm-hmm. people they would they wouldn't be in these games. Nope. Now no. they are because of all because the, movies. Of the movies. But it, in a good way, it's just like okay, we haven't been ex- we haven't been exposed to these characters. Now we can, but now it's just like yeah. But also we have so much to draw. But from. also like the the, mm. the the first Ultimate Alliance game had some quirky ass characters yeah, in they there did. too. They had um, uh, what the terrible Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. They had Ghost Rider. They had they had Blade, mm-hmm. uh, which you know this was a long they time had an after the movie. Collection of characters. They did. Yeah. I think the thing with Avengers is they should have built individual games first mm. to land on how each of these characters are going right. to play because you can't blanket the play style of each of these these and heroes. That's, and that's the biggest problem with them showing nothing that I will that like I will fight someone who tells me that that trailer has given us an indication of what the gameplay is going to be like hell no it didn't I don't think so so those like those characters in in Ultimate Alliance we've seen one approach where they have a common set of verbs and, and, and mechanics that they've done a decent job of taking all of these varied characters with all their varied powers and fitting it into that mold you know what expounded on that really well just as a quick aside Marvel Heroes Mm. Which one is that? That was the Diablo kind of game oh, that they came out okay. with that was free to play. I never but played that one. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. They did a really good job on expanding on the nice. Marvel Ultimate Alliance style gotcha. of gameplay. And so when we're looking at this game and the, the, the tone that I'm getting, the atmosphere that I'm getting from this trailer is that I should be thinking of this along the lines of like an uncharted like kind of experience. That makes me think that Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, and especially Black Widow they've got to play ridiculously differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have Iron Man's mobility and Black Widow's mobility just feeling like the same kind of thing. And that's another way where the, where the art direction might fuck them over. Because in Ultimate Alliance, it's cartoony, so it's like, all right, fine. I don't expect... Like, I'm playing Iron Man, but I don't expect him to be flying around. But then when you show in that trailer Iron Man flying around on this bridge, it's just like, all right, well, Black Widow's going to be huffing it, right? Or what? How and is this going to work? Thor flies differently There's from Iron some very Man. Ser- yeah, exactly. Hulk has a different stride than... There's some very serious like questions mm. that need to kind of get answered with this shit. So we need, we need to, like... Which know. is why I think it would have benefited them to really 
double down on going long term and and make a game for each of them. And right. So Spider-Man plays so differently uh, as a game than than like a, a dedicated Spider-Man game, right? Yeah. That I would like to see a dedicated Iron Man game. I'd like to see. I with Hulk, we have a better idea actually because like Hulk Ultimate uh, Destruction, what yeah. it's called. Those games were fucking fun, and they, were. and they did evoke that kind of Hulk thing. But like, it's a big design challenge to imagine all of them actually. All those gameplay styles kind of gelling into one experience, co-op or otherwise. Um, but that's what I would have liked to see from Avengers. And this trailer gives me zero confidence even, that that's happening. Even the animation yeah. in the trailer just seems slightly off for what I wanted from an Avengers game. Mm. Like, it's not polished in where I want it to be. Yeah. The way the animations play out and what they look like are transitions from uh, cutscenes cut to... to gameplay. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it still looks on that clunky side where it's not polished, like they don't have the resources to make it look how it should look. We'll see. We'll see. We yeah. just don't know enough. It, it like, they, we don't, they, but what, what and they tried to roll out the red carpet and make it feel like this big what fucking this presentation deal and, gave me yeah. was not enough. And now I'm skeptical of the game as a whole. Right. I, I, I feel like, okay, cool. You brought out the big guns as far as the voice actors go, but we need more. And I don't, did they give any indication of what kind of schedule this game might be releasing in? I don't no, think so. Right? I don't think so. So, yes. so maybe we're just being overly skeptical right now, whatever. But it was just, what, it mean, was just a shitty the, first reveal. Yeah, I, I think I don't think we're shitting on the game. We're shitting on the marketing. Right. Do you think it was like, rushed to reveal it to possibly? Uh, I think that. To come in time with the end game hype that's well, starting to die out, and people still want E3 more Avengers. Problem, they right? should have actually given themselves some breathing room. Marvel yeah. with cinematic universe stuff has been pretty good about going like, let's not oversaturate per se. Ultimate Alliance is coming out. Right, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance is coming out. Let that, let that, like, not eat away. each other's lunch. Spider Man yeah. Far From Home is coming out. Uh-huh. Uh What mm. another? What's the other thing? There's something else coming. Out. I forgot. I don't remember. I mean, it, we're we're not starved for uh-huh. our Marvel. You have to dosage. give people. You have to give. We're the, about to get some injections. You have yeah, to give yeah, that yeah. endgame <laughs> hype because now you're trying to live up to that, and you're not mm. giving people enough time to, to yeah. really so it's cute let that go they, of the idea. Involved. It's cute that they try to basically be like, "This is a story we're telling, and we're taking it seriously, and here's our production values." Like, it looks decent. Whatever. I really, really wanted the initial reveal of this game to go, here's how we're going to gel these gameplay styles into something unique and interesting. And we just know jack shit. Yeah. For now. So, I yeah. yeah, so where E3 gets dangerous. And I, I can almost feel the developers suffering to try yeah. and get under yet another deadline. It's not uh-huh. enough that we have release date deadlines. Right. But now mm. we've got to release gotta trailers and gameplay yeah. and demos in time for E3. Can I give an interesting wrinkle about E3? And um, yeah. I was listening to, I think it was the Giant Bomb like, live show, and Janina Gavankar was on there. And, you know, she made a really great point of just, like, the function of E3 and, like, where it is. And it's just, like, you know, Ooh. E3 is going to be around until the ESA, you know, uh, contract right now. Mm. So, you know, they already paid for these mm. venues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, sort of what we're getting is sort of a function of, like, well, we need to pay this back. And she made a really good point. It's just, like, you know, these things are going to happen until this contract runs out. Like, this space is going to be needed. These, these, this, fan, this sort of fanfare is going to be needed until, like, when it comes... I mean, I think they... Maybe, what was it, 2024 or five when the, the next contract runs out. So, it's going to be around. And then I think the really mm. interesting question we'll ask is when that contract runs out is is there still a role for e3 what role does that does that fill does that role still need to be in june 
what you know like like we were talking about the role like marketing and how it different differs from television like you mm-hmm. know wouldn't e3 a, a good e3 time be like august like you know i think the most Maybe. excited we get about games are like these games that have like a three month or six month lead time like oh my god uh-huh. like in three months oh my god i'm coming out soon yeah i would like to see that, that this e3 sort of revamps the idea of it and they come back with something better next year mm. because I don't think it is I don't, like I said, just because the money. if they keep doing it like yeah. this you're going to keep losing interest and to, to lose interest entirely in E3 before that contract runs out is going to be bad mm. so I don't know what the membership <laughs> ESA looks like but here's what I would love to see Bethesda go do your own thing uh, Ubisoft go do your own thing like in terms of like running your own event right yeah. and then Allow more space for mid-tier shit, for small-tier shit. Sure, you rented the space until 2024. That doesn't mean that it has to be the ridiculously huge budget. I get that there was that hiccup where they tried to, you know, how many, however many years ago, where they tried to scale it down yeah. and do it more just like a low-key conference type thing, and then people were like, this sucks. But, like, you know, find a middle ground. Like, you yeah. don't need to, you know, schedule all these conferences and have all this hype and stuff and, and pressure developers to have a demo ready or have a video ready and all this kind of stuff. Like... Let that stuff roll out on its own time. I genuinely think that, uh, as funny as I thought it was at the Devolver Digital Conference, by the way, best conference for anyone who doesn't know, go watch that. <laughs> we know uh, you're a Devolver Digital fan. I fucking fanboy. love it. They, well, dude, during the Devolver Digital thing, they, had, they, they actually announced a game that is... Oh, available yes, for purchase yes, now yes, called, yes. called Devolver Bootleg, where they yeah. had bootleg versions of some the of the most popular game games, games yeah. as its own game. And they basically were like, we're cornering the gray market. <laughs> like, for we're, our own game. Yeah, yeah. never mind. That's like, so what's, that, what's that website? G2A. G2A. Uh, like, where it's like a gray market keys that you can buy oh, games pretty cheap. Oh, but yes. I, arguably a little I sketchy. I don't know the name of it, but oh, I know what you're Basically, people about. buying a shitload of keys and on different accounts. Them. Uh, during sales and then reselling them on mm-hmm. G2A and things like that, which arguably fucks over developers in a lot of ways. Um, so they were like, never mind that. We're, we're bypassing that. We're going to bootleg our own <laughs> game and sell it to that. people. Uh, and then, like, it cuts back to Nina Struthers, you know, the character, the yeah. CEO character. And she just goes, like, people are going to give us money for this shit? Holy fucking crap. Like, this is this is brilliant. Like, it was yeah. so fucking funny. But one Once of the... Once the marketers did something right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the jokes that they did... Um, uh, for this conference is that it, this was a Nintendo Direct style thing yeah. where they were like oh you idiot why spend all this money with the big conference we're gonna go directly to the to the consumer and just inject them with like advertising like every, yeah. on a monthly schedule or whatever right and like as funny as I do think that is I do think that Nintendo Directs like I said not having the audience there and just being able to do it on your own timeline where like maybe the E3 one they want to have some special stuff but also there'll be another one in, in a few months or whatever I mean like, I prefer have that. Sony and also, said when they're gonna do their conference no, Sony? They, they have their own event. The, what is yeah, it called? The Play PlayStation. No, 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 no. no. The, the PlayStation one, Experience. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't I don't understand. Something? It's in December. I don't understand why we aren't doing video style um, uh, presentations. Like now. Nintendo Direct is yeah, the right want, video, yeah. Like, I would prefer like, that everyone yeah. do that. And then all the journals and go there and they meet face to face. They don't need this whole thing. They can do hotel and here's, rooms. And here's why I like that. Mm. If you if you ease off of E3 and let that be less and less important, then you can. It, there's a lot less pressure where you can go to a, one of the teams, right? And and you're just like, oh, are you gonna have anything ready for E3? And it's like, oh man, I don't know if we'll have much to show. You're like, oh, okay, cool, hold it off. We'll do another. We'll we'll have the next direct in a couple months. Yeah. Like, and we'll see where we are then. Like, yeah. don't if you have these things sprinkled throughout the year, you don't have the the pressure of that yeah. one focal point. And right. I really question how much value are they really getting out of having one event where like 
occasionally the mainstream news are paying attention or whatever. Like, yeah, that's eh. always that's always the argument, and I'm and what I'm saying is that just a more anymore. yeah a more fiscally responsible thing. And then I feel like Nintendo's won every E3 since leaving E3 because <laughs> they have their thing. They'll come there with their meeting rooms and their private demos, and right. we all get the same. And then they do their treehouse stage thing, yes. and we get the same information we do rather than this arbitrary look at us, everybody clap. No, sit down with us, talk to developers, get hands on, get a nice 30 minute plan thing, hear the mechanics, here's the yeah. story, here's the what we're going exposure. through. If we have a release date, here it is. You can get so much more valuable information from that this new treehouse model that they do, where they have it scheduled. They basically just copied IGN. Right. And all the, the, the all yeah. they did was copy all their E three coverage. They yeah. said like, okay, we have this lineup of who we're gonna have sit down. Why go to IGN when we can just do it ourselves mm -hmm. and skip this conference and the time and paying all this money? And all the it big guys have no the ability sense. to do that. We're in a Twitch age. Like yeah. we don't need to. It doesn't make. Like I, I didn't even know Devolver Digital was a, a video presentation. It's so Please, do you know how funny, many? Man. Do you know how many? Much money they probably spend of like send, getting Joel McHale to go on stage and you know have <laughs> self-deprecating humor. That's yeah. all great, but he could have done that on video, uh -huh. going on with his business, uh -huh. send the people with their kiosks, play our games, get our demos, get our end up um, interviews. Bye. E3's I'm glad uh, Ubisoft we saved gave up five hundred thousand dollars. On a, what? Mm. Aisha Tyler. <laughs> no, I'm um, glad Aisha Tyler. she was fun. Yeah. And yeah. I was on the Switch. So, you know, they have the... Uh, <laughs> they have the... Um, you I know, mean, all, all she the established it during the Ubisoft conference. F-bombs are totally encouraged, which yeah. I like. So, they have the E3 sales going on. You know, all the games are on sale, yeah. you know, to really get you to buy into a lot of stuff. So, I went on the Nintendo Switch store the other day looking for games to buy. Mm -hmm. And under the Great Deals section, NBA 2K19... Normally $60 is now $2.99. What the 95% yeah. off. 95% off. What the heck? We thought it was a glitch. It's real. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, I would That's, actually be looking that I'd up. Throw be like, Am I I think I think $3. everyone $3. I think everyone in the Slack bought it just because. Yeah. I think they just bought it just crazy. because. That's because so because four dollars you're not really losing a lot for I mean I haven't played an NBA sports game in a long time. Yeah. I haven't either, but for four dollars, I, I mean, I do it for the for fucking dollars. This is I the picture I took because I just I didn't believe it in that time. <laughs> it's there. It's the first game on the list. That's so weird. The Two ninety nine. All right, are we done with E three? I think so. Yes. Can we, can yeah, we, let's close the book. Can we bury it? Right, I wish no. you had like a book slamming. How long have we been recording at this point? It's been a that was that took quite a while. Yeah. I think. Would you say you'd want to save the rest for next week? I'm fine continuing through. We could, like, whatever. I, I don't care. Oh, uh, how about we pick one game? One thing each? each. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Cool. Uh, in that case, I'll kick us off with Mario Odyssey, if that's cool with everyone. Yeah. Sure. Um, Welcome to the, the Odyssey train. My, my Odyssey yeah. train. You're, uh, this is your uh, first time playing it. This is my first time playing it. Wow. I, I kind of spontaneously decided to, like, pick it up because I wanted to get... I just wanted to get something that was like a little bit light platformy or whatever. I loved it. But yeah, it's such I a great game. It. Yeah, this is unfortunately I'm going to turn into Crotchety Old Man for a moment. So, so I will I will I will start off by saying it's a good game. Period. It's a great, great game. game. But here's the it's thing. Great game. I don't think Great game. I, arguably it's great. However, this game was reviewed fairly consistently in the 9s and 10s. Yeah. No way, man. 7 7 8 high. So, so like here's the thing. It's good. It is enjoyable and playable and whatnot, but I genuinely think that there's some like Nintendo colored glasses going on with this game. And I think that in the past, I've been critical of some Zelda games with, in a similar way. I remember back in the day, um, I, I, I really enjoyed having the unpopular opinion that Okami is just way better than Zelda for that time. Mm -hmm. um, and similarly, I think that 
platformers are an underserved genre lately. Um, so Odyssey is nice because doesn't it's like do doesn't have a ton of competition and all that stuff. Yeah. But I genuinely think that like it did not take me on a ride the way that a lot of people that it did for a lot of people. Um, so which part specifically? Because now yeah. I'm well, how about this? How far are you? Oh, I beat it. I have about oh, okay. I have about like three hundred and something power moves. Okay, so, so what specifically you, made you, you got not a long actually so you feel didn't, that this game was huh? overhyped. You, there's more to do. No, I'm I'm sure that there, there there's more to do. And here's the thing: after you complete the story, um, there's there's like clearly more to do. There, some of the challenges get a little bit trickier and more difficult. But like from a game pacing perspective, I get it that Mario is is like a little bit kid friendly. Like they want to go with that kind of thing. But I think that. Mario 64, Sunshine, uh, 3D World, especially 3D World, um, they've all done a better job of like maintaining challenge and this breadth of experience while still being accessible for, for kids and stuff. Uh, I mean, long story short, I think that uh, Odyssey was not very difficult and did not do much to... Um, expand on like the vocabulary that you have. I actually think that taking over creatures with the cap is just the definition of gimmicky novelty. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't think that it was exciting or, or all that interesting when I like encountered a new creature. My favorite one was the um, the worm that you have to oh, yeah. branch out and like there like was, you turn there was some interesting like yeah. ways to use it. But for every single one of these things there's very little depth in my opinion. Like mm. you you mess around with which is which is interesting because um, Sometimes, like in let's say God of War, uh, the originals, right? The original like first two, variety of mechanics and gameplay actually feel like really good pacing. For this game, it did not feel like good pacing. It felt like, oh, I needed like two more jumps in difficulty and complexity to really flesh out this mechanic of this little wormy guy, or to flesh out. I guess a T Rex is just kind of fun giggles, but to flesh out a Goomba level or to flesh out some other thing, and it never gave me that so far. Mm. Um, and I've already because of a, because of the pacing perspective and because of the story, I hit a point where it, it gives you a certain sense of closure, and it's like it's really going to take me being a completionist, which I'm not. To try to like find the more challenging things there, so I'm a little like. Eh. Can I challenge you? And just a, I didn't play 3D World, but what I will say is that your complaint isn't new in a sense. Of that, mm -hmm. I never liked the game flow of the Mario 64 and all. Right. Of like, you're in this world, you they instance the world to these arbitrary challenge you go into that instance world you find the star if you find another star i don't remember if it re reverts back to it if you get another no, star you just keep going you keep you, going if you don't get the star of that level okay yeah so i don't like that flow i've accepted that that's just the way our modern super mario is going to be mm -hmm, but that mm -hmm. complaint just sort of sounds like that and i think when in that design inherently your complaints is just going to be a part of that maybe I think that you could do a decent job where you go like, um, like Mario 64, I think, did this well, where for each world, it's like, you need X number of stars to progress to the next thing. And that, you can, you can chip away at it by tackling the easier ones in each world to yeah. some extent. But some part of you might go like, ooh, let me try this hard one. And that felt like a nice, concrete, focused challenge. Whereas in Odyssey, 
you know that you need X number of power moons. There's so many power moons for each world. You kind of just stumble across them, and none of them felt particularly challenging. And it's just like, okay, I have enough to keep going. And there were times where I would, like, to try to challenge myself, to try to make the game more interesting for myself, I needed 15 moons, and I collected, like, 30 by the time I actually moved on to the next thing. But none of them felt especially <laughs> interesting and challenging and so on. Mm -hmm. And then the, the other dimension of the game where I'm, I think, more critical than a lot of people is, like, people described, I, I recall people describing, like, oh, it's so joyous to see these characters and, like, to, to the festival in New Donk City and all that stuff. Man, this is where I get, like, full crotchety old man. Just didn't work for me. It, uh. it, it felt like just goofy like we give Nintendo and Mario a pass like this doesn't feel creative it doesn't feel cohesive to me it just feels like like it, it feels like classic uh, Mario in the sense that it just feels like someone took mushrooms and just went with whatever like yeah. crazy ideas they had it worked but on it me. didn't Hopefully. feel yeah it didn't feel too great for me and then uh, in particular my last thing I think that the brutals the bosses that you fight throughout the game they're just uninteresting, and they throw them at you way too many times. And then when you actually unlock the dark side of the moon by getting 250 power moons, I was like, oh, maybe there'll be a new world, and that's where I'll get the interesting challenge. And then it's just a boss rush of all the same boss fights again, the Brutals. And I was just like, oh, man, I really feel like they, they, they ran out of ideas there a little bit. I just disagree with you. I get it. I get it. I get that a lot and, of people will. And I think that's because I went from Breath of the Wild to Mario Odyssey, mm. where Breath of the Wild gave me the challenge I needed, and then Odyssey was just like, here's a romp through fun Mario Land. Remember this? Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I... I didn't I think expect it's the, more from that game the than timing what it, of how you yeah. play it. Maybe I felt so. like the game was a celebration of Mario. Yeah. Of like, look at just look at all of this stuff that we have. Like, if you went into that game do. right after playing like Hellblade, maybe you'd appreciate it more. <laughs> what scratches my ish as, as far as like fun romps through things, uh, I think that like. Rayman's a better uh, thing for that. I think that Grease was, if that's how you Grease was really good. That, yeah, is a is a better like that was a really fun game, experience though. romp through. Same thing, same through, idea, like, a platforming think, type yeah. thing. But but like Grease, even I think had better pacing and better focus. Like it, and that's actually a good thing for me to reflect on now that I think about it. That might be my takeaway. Is just like I, I don't really have a clear cut answer. Why did Grease feel good to me and this didn't? Because they I can argue that Mario was longer. And all that. Too, it was it was too much. Maybe it was too much. Maybe. I I won't disagree with you that like we could have taken out some moons. I think about <laughs> I think about halfway through Odyssey, I was like, I'm not really excited to get to the next world. Like uh, this this story, if you want to call it that, is absolutely not compelling me. Like, oh, okay, Bowser <laughs> took the prince, whatever. I mean, off. come on, like, that's not even an issue. <laughs> the story of Mario. I'm sorry, but it is. Like, I get that. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna play a Mario game, maybe you should know what you're getting yourself into. And and maybe I was, uh, like, no, I knew that that would be a part of it. But I just mean to say, like, it just felt straining after a while. It was like, mm -hmm. I, I give zero fucks about what's going on here. Um, well, then, if that's the case and the mechanics didn't compel you, then. Well, then I can see I, the, the predicament that you're can in. Can I transition into my platformer that I've really been enjoying? Yes. And maybe I do. think you might like too. Go ahead. Uh, I've been playing Ori and the Blind Forest, mm. which I've heard really good things about in the past. And they announced Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Will of the Wisps. Uh, When's like that coming last out? Year? I don't know. I'm not sure if I remember the no. date. But I remember telling myself I have to play Ori and the Blind Forest. I have to play Ori and the Blind Forest. And it's on Game Pass, mm. which is why I was able to get it and start playing it. 
uh, because I don't think it's available on any other platform besides PC and Xbox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was like, all right, well, here it is on Game Pass. Here's my opportunity to play this game. And I've heard really good things about it. And I saw the trailer for Will of the Wisps, which comes out February 11th, 2020. Keep it in your calendars. Um, and I was like, oh, that looks really good. I wonder if Ori and the Blind Forest is like this as well. So I loaded it up and I started playing it. And it's just, it's one of those games where, you remember when Trine came out? Uh-huh. It was regarded really well because, like, the art style it took. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is that same sort of thing. But the art style, the music, and just the overall, like, presentation of it is really nice and calming. Mm-hmm. But you still have this platform approach to it. Mm-hmm. So you play Ori, who's, like, a little forest spirit uh, birthed by, like, a, a tree of life situation. So, like, the tree was given life to all the whole forest. And then a storm came and all the life died out. And Ori sort of, over time... It looks really good. Yeah. And it's presented really well. Yeah. So over time, Ori, like, as life died out in the forest, Ori went into, like, ran out of energy and, you know, the tree gave its last breath to bring Ori back to sort of reinvigorate it and and get the light back. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what I've grasped so far. But the presentation and the way it looks and how it handles are all done really, really well. How's the difficulty? Because I know that was a huge clinch point, and I know they went back and I think changed something. It has it has four difficulty levels. Oh, okay. Um, it's I'm playing on normal. It's pretty challenging in some points where you have to manage. So you you have this attack, this little being of light called um, sign, that that floats around you, and there the attacks with like light. Right and like okay. lashes out at enemies, but it locks onto the nearest enemy to you. But you have to attack within a certain range of the enemy. But you also need to use that light to attack things in the environment that'll hinder your path. There's a charge mechanic, and then as you defeat enemies and solve puzzles, you get these sort of experience points. And every time you fill the bar, you get one um, ability point that you add into this tree. And one of the trees is like spirit energy. One is um, like locating stuff on the map and one is just attacks. So you build the character a little bit the way you want to play the game, but also it's very Metroidvania-esque where you got to go around and circle back and get at, get abilities to progress to new areas. Mm. But it's it's the presentation of it that really brings it home for me. Mm. You know, because I'm not really a big Metroidvania person, mm. uh, but this game draws me in because the music is great and the presentation is great and it's just a beautiful looking game. Okay. The I remember when when it came out and people were a little like when when the trailers first came out as opposed to trying if I remember correctly it was a few years before that where it was like oh man this looks amazing I remember when when Ori was kind of announced people were like this looks good but it also feels like it's part of this generation of like shallow er indie ish uh, platformers right. like a um, what's the one that's like totally black and white with the kid I forgot what the hell that was called. Um, um, limbo, limbo, or or like various games in that vein, and then when people got their hands on it, they were like, "Oh no!" Like actually, the gameplay and stuff. This is pretty deep because it is, looks like that's what it's going to be like. Right. It has. It, it kind of feels like that kind of thing that Yahtzee likes to to joke about, where it's just like, "Oh, interesting art style," and you play as a child, and it's indie, and boom, print money. <laughs> but like that, the gameplay is actually for reals. Yeah. Already is what I heard. It falls more in line with things like Dust and Elysian Tale. And, oh, that was a great game. And, and things like that. Like that Metroidvania, like, it still requires skill to complete. Mm-hmm. And there is challenge in the fact that there are enemies that you actually have to fight as opposed to Limbo where it's just like, 
it's kind of a just a puzzle. The experience. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like a puzzle that you're like, oh, puzzles. I didn't do this time this right the first time. I didn't actually mm-hmm. have to engage in attacking the enemy. Yeah, it's also about timing and where to put the block. And yeah, no, like I've that. seen some some short videos of like Twitch players playing Ori, and certain parts of it look like, oh fuck, that was complicated. Yeah, it is. And it is kind and of badass. It's a uh, like I, I'm seeing that I'm gonna have some issues with the timing of like the way attacking works and trying to land on a specific platform. So there was one issue where, like, it was one of those really skinny platforms, Mm -hmm. but there was an enemy on it. And then there's an enemy floating above near it. So when you start to jump, the enemy near it starts attacking you. But Uh the enemy that's sitting on it is just, like, a spiky enemy. So you have to kill that, but the other one's attacking you. Right. Projectiles coming at you. So you've got to get that flow going. That time, you've got to get the timing just right. Yeah, time, like, attack, and then get the guy to, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nice. But it's a fun fun little game, and I, I definitely recommend it if you can get your hands on it. Okay, cool. Okay, guys. I have a heart out, so I'll see you guys later. Bye, Mikey. Bye, Mikey. Bye. <laughs> Mikey didn't get a chance to talk about... No, he didn't play anything. Oh, you didn't play anything? Yeah, no. That's, oh, okay. why we, that's why we set things up this Bye, way. Bye, Mikey. To talk about the E3 first. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Stacey? What's What game are you going to pick to um, well, tell us about? You know, I'm, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to do both of my little ones, I think. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're short. Uh, so Prune um, is, is a cute little game. You're you're like uh, it's a bonsai game, you mm. know. You're you're cutting back your tree uh, to try and make the correct shape to get it to avoid the obstacles in its path and to get as much sunlight as possible so that uh, it will eventually bloom. That's the goal. So um, it does a nice little job of playing uh, trees throughout history. So you're a primordial tree, and then you're a typical forest tree. And then you're a tree trying to grow in a factory where you've got oh, no. chainsaws in your way. What and the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and assembly belts. And, and, and you have to trip wires to open gates in order to get out. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and, and just when you think you're done, like you've gone through history and see, oh, I see how it's getting harder for trees mm. now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now understand this from the tree's perspective. Exactly. Right, exactly. Uh, then you have round two where you're like, okay, well, now you also need your tree to help the flowers out. Mm. So you're going to ch- provide shade for the flowers in addition to growing the way the tree needs to grow. Mm. So there's and this is like the same series of levels, but with this extra challenge or objective for each level. Is that the right? right And and the extra objective is not in every single level. So you're really only playing the levels where the objective has changed. Has changed. And then I can see that there's yet a third level coming. There are yellow flowers, and I don't quite understand why I've had yellow Mm -hmm. flowers. But I'm sure by the end of the blue flower situation, I'll figure out what's going on with the yellow ones. So I think it's very entertaining in a way. It's uh, you do find yourself taking the tree's perspective on things, which is <laughs> very... Nice. That's cool. <laughs> so you are zoning in, in in kind of a weird way. And I do find it very soothing and relaxing. Mm. So I've enjoyed it. It's a short game. Mm. Um, it's kind of like when you said that, it kind of reminds me of the of the game Flower. Uh-huh. That where you kind of... Very much so. Feel like you're the wind, almost. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is that same kind of sense of... Uh, oneness All these with humans something. keep building this shit that gets in my way. Right. <laughs> right, totally. I wish these humans would stop building things. Yeah, yeah. assholes. God damn it, man. Uh, <laughs> so the other one I downloaded, hoping it would also be relaxing, was ELO. So it's E-L-O-H. And it's not relaxing in the same way because it's based on percussive instruments and rhythm. But it's still a problem-solving game. Um, Music puzzle solver. Um, Feels like. Sort of, yeah. 
Um, but also, like, uh, if you like mazes, you would probably enjoy this game. Hmm. So the idea is you have little speakers and you have little targets and uh, a little line of sound will come from your speaker and bounce around Pong style in, in its zone until it either leaves the area or hits the target, right? So your goal is to hit the target, and as you move along with the game, you find that there are different colored speakers and different colored targets. And your, your primary interaction is what? So, yeah, that's the interesting part. Uh, there are little square totem-looking guys. So if you've ever seen the, the, the totem where you've got uh, little faces stacked on top of each other, so you've got these little square faces, and when the sound hits them, they make hilarious little facial expressions. Hmm. Uh, and depending on the color of the totem, it will change the sound line into that color. I'm suspicious that Steve has like just already downloaded this game and is playing it right now. And I had it. Oh, okay. I already had it, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's 98 levels of increasing complexity, so that by the time I got to the last one, I was like, oh, this is actually really hard now. Mm. Uh, where at first it's just, ha, oh, that's cute. It's mm. amazing. Um, it's, a, it's a good... I think... I disagree with you. I think it is relaxing in its own way because mm. while the, the, the speakers are generating the, the, the balls, I guess, mm -hmm. and they bounce off of stuff, the different patterns that you make trying to solve the puzzle they stay in that same rhythm. So you have the rhythm that's going and that cadence that stays the same. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's sort of relaxing because as you move a piece, it changes the rhythm and the percussion. And then suddenly it's like, oh, it's like, it's almost like making your own music and you're not mm -hmm. essentially failing the puzzle. Mm. Yeah. You know? It is entertaining. Even however long it takes you to solve the puzzle, yeah. you're amused the whole time because right. you're making these different sounds and different patterns. And that's an inter that's interesting. It sounds like it doesn't create the it, it avoids maybe the frustration of like having a puzzle that you're not quite figuring out. But at least you're like exploring the soundscape or something. It's mm -hmm. weird because there's no real fail state. Mm. Right. right. You there's just no, haven't like, reached the. There's no like you ran out of moves. Yet. You uh -huh. you know you ran out of speaker balls. Or like whatever. It's just it keeps going until you solve it. Mm. There's so no the pop up that says, "Would you like to." Buy more sound no. balls for ninety nine cents. Like yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing egregious like that. But like yeah. you essentially don't get a game over screen, mm -hmm. right? So it's this nice little like you can keep That's that beat true. going as long as you want. That's true. So you can be very abs absorbed and tuned into this world. Like indefinitely, so that's yeah, nice just like thing. with Sekiro. Sekiro doesn't have a game over screen. What, what oh, Mikey's back. That was a joke. Sekiro is not relaxing. Mikey's back. You should all watch this oh. before we go. Oh, girlfriend reviews E3. We'll watch that later. We'll watch it. We'll watch that later. I was going to awesome. mention that after uh, we finished recording. But awesome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, Get out of here, Mikey. Go home. <laughs> but what what go Elo home. doesn't do like Prune is kind of settle my heart rate down. Mm. Hmm. Because it's rhythmic based, right? Your mm -hmm, heart rate mm -hmm. tends to match. The rhythm of what you're right. Whereas with too. prune, I can imagine like right. you have those moments where you're like, I almost got it, and then like, but then you fail, and then it's just like, ah, oh, damn it, and then get your heart rate going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I'm I'm realizing? Are both as of these paid games? They're both or? paid games, but they're yes. both very inexpensive. Awesome. Yeah. No, no, I'm realizing that there's a lack nice. of ways to find good mobile games. Mm. You know, it's hard yeah. to really come across them because they're buried so deep in the store. To, to come across really like quality games like that. Well, I'm hopeful mm -hmm. that um, mm -hmm. Apple's, I don't know when they're launching it, but Apple has announced that they're going to do Apple Arcade, 
Okay. Where it's a subscription service, I think, like on the cheapish side, and they're just gonna use that as a way to like directly fund kind of indie Apple like indie mobile games they, they basically acknowledge it as like hey we're responsible for the free to play boom that everyone fucking hates us for yeah so let's try to also solve that problem a little bit by having this because uh, I'll model. go to the app store on occasion right looking for a new game to play and it's always the same games that are up there and I have uh-huh. no interest in them then you yeah. then you bow down into the categories but it's still like the same games yeah, are there they, they've done some better jobs where now you can search specifically for paid games and stuff and yeah. like the Google Play Store but, has a similar thing where they have a premium category like a lot of the games Stacy plays and brings up that I eventually do download are games that I've never come across while just perusing the store. It's tricky to yeah. discover. It's really hard to find some good is, quality games. Yeah, what I'm often doing is looking around online to see, okay, what are other right. people saying is interesting. It's not necessarily good. Some of the games that I play are frankly not good. Right. <laughs> uh, and I don't talk about them. Like Merge Dragons. Yeah. Well, She's never talked about Merge Dragons. Never. <laughs> well, but, I'm not talking about it anymore. So, so. Oh, that's why you didn't say anything. <laughs> that's that's but correct. On, yes. on a sense of like, there's uh, websites yeah. like Co-Optimus, right? Mm-hmm. Which deals strictly in like, these are the ratings for co-op games and right, here's right, the right. level of co-op, right? right? I think there's a market there for someone to come out with their website. There's of, some like, stuff out there, but it's, I don't think they're as... Um, uh, unfortunately, I would say that the mobile... Uh, market? Market for like writing about mobile games and all that kind of stuff... It's heavily um, feels like classic game reviews in the sense that it feels almost in bed with advertising sometimes. Right. Where it's literally just right. like, here's what's hot right now, which becomes a self, uh, self-feeding self cycle kind of thing, right? Right. Um, yeah, exactly. But you can find some, some sites and some articles that are like dependable little lists, but it also just moves so fucking fast. Right. Like, there's, there's new mobile games all the goddamn time. Uh, it's hard to keep up with. It's hard to find like what's good and all that. I just so. need some like sort of aggregation tool to find the ones that do rise to the top. Yeah, because it seems there's like, like there's no real subreddit for it. There's mm. like, you know, something there to like point you in the right direction at least. People hit up to Steve on Twitter. Tell yeah, him, tell him where all the good things are. At me, Adam. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I mean, I'll just keep bringing them at you. I mean, you're my main source for mobile games at this point. <laughs> Weird but true. Yeah, because that's what I frankly have with me and have time for and I do enjoy finding these little gems and that's and that's what I like I like a mobile game because there's that time like during the day at work I have these little breaks where I can just like pop in and play a game but you know I have my phone and it's just trying to find a game that like sort of fits in there Mm -hmm. or if after I get home like I don't really want to pick up a console and just play I just want to like something I want to have my TV on in the background and like something to play on my phone what was that show that you're always watching which one? While you're playing, I can't remember. That was just like for a while you were like, "Oh yeah, this is a good game to uh, to play while I'm watching X show." I can't remember what it was. Oh, there's but. so many of those that I've had. <laughs> Hard to like say. the yeah. Office was that for a long time. Oh it was Scrubs God. for a while. It was Thirty Rock. Oh jeez. Uh, oh you, I think it was you. Uh, okay. I had watched it like six times at that point. Jesus Christ. Wow. Alrighty. Well, I think that's everything we've got for this. Yeah. Massive, this massive recording episode. Where we just shed on E3 been half going the time. for like whew, oh, well. two hours and change. I think two, two yeah. and some change. Yeah. One day we'll get good at this. Uh, I, don't <laughs> think so. I think we just have really bad time management when it comes to <laughs> when we think we're going to talk right. about it. That's right. We brought the band back together. Steve's back. Everyone, I'm back, y'all. Significantly yeah. less uh, interrupting me than I expected. But, I d- you know. well, you know, ideally it's give a- the people what they want, Steve. Well, you know what it wow, was is you came really? in trying to imitate me and I was just taking it back by it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to interrupt myself. 
I'm vain. <laughs> I, found, I found this kryptonite. <laughs> All I have to do is become Stephen, and he yeah. won't bother me anymore. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think I lost. Because, That's yeah. a terrible idea. Yeah. Because I like I'm vain, and I only want to see myself. <laughs> oh, no. we, we are Borg. <laughs> yeah, I, I foresee much suffering. <laughs> All right. But I think next week we'll Take get back to regularly scheduled programming, and we can talk about the other Odyssey that you went on. Yay. And uh, I'll have had more time with the games that I've been playing, like... Unravel in Borderlands, yes. which I'm trying to get back into and see. Yeah. I think that's where we'll leave us. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. is our East, our Find second, our second E3 yeah. postmortem. Yeah. Our second E3. We've been doing this podcast for over a year now. Woohoo! And yeah. we're still not good at social media. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> our marketing, our marketing needs some work. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you, taken away. If in you this build year. it, they will come. Turns out to be bullshit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if you they, build it and then you have a social media presence, they will come. You need to social media <laughs> presence if that's what you need. You need to build the social media. Well, I think that's it for here. Uh, you can always find us on the socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Soon Snapchat. to be a YouTube channel where we'll have all our behind-the-scenes content for our patrons. Sure. <laughs> when we, when we make, when we make okay. our inevitable Patreon. Whatever, man. We just do this for ourselves for now. We do it for the love. We do it because we for love self-love? games. I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. self-love to do this. That would be a very different podcast. <laughs> I'll leave it there. I'm okay with that. Let's Self-love. Signing off. Bye-bye. Later.